You're listening to the Did You Hear Show. Yo, yo, yo. Morning, folks. Here it is. With your host, Jason Garvey. Yo, yo, yo. What's happening, folks? Uh, so today I'm joined by Jay. Jay, again. how's things? And we have another guest now who I'll introduce in a second. But Jay, I just wanted to touch on our last episode that we done with uh, Graham Fitz. Jesus, that was some episode, wasn't it? The feedback that we got, the responses have been nothing short of amazing. Graham's story was ec- excellent. You know, the from the body dysmorphia to, you know, coming back and like being a, just a health freak essentially with his running, his determination. And then his story the whole way has just been, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, no, we thought, like for someone who, like this fella is a closed book, like he doesn't, doesn't talk about anything to anyone. And the fact he came on the podcast and talked how he did was... Nothing but amazing, and you know what? He done that for the people. He didn't. None of that was for him. It wasn't for him to get any clout or for him to yeah. kind of boost himself or anything like that. Self image, nothing like that. It was think, all to help people. I think you could tell that by his personality and how he kind of carried himself on the day. Yeah, he seemed real, like, like not not closed in a sense, but like when he was talking, it's like he was uh, he was thinking deeper into what he was saying to make sure he was getting the right. Message yeah. across, you yeah. know what I mean? No, I, I, I thought he portrayed everything he was trying to get across very well. Yeah. Um, his sister and stuff texted me saying thanks for letting him use our platform. His friends were texting me privately, but um, it's it's on to be our best episode so far. I mean, it's only a couple of hundred away from being a top episode, top and spot, yeah, the last episode is out there about five weeks, six weeks, so. Yeah, seven days and the numbers that he's got he's yeah. generated has been excellent. Yeah, it's but been it's, really it's, good. It's not even views or whatever. Like people can be flattered by views, but it, it's a deeper message when you actually listen. Exactly. And, and what you what you can take from it, it's you're taking gems from that episode. Like yeah, I yeah. don't care about numbers. Everyone that listens to the podcast knows that. But I care about numbers when the message is important, and that message was very important. And like I said, I think you've done a, a great job. So. Graham, if you're listening, thanks very much for coming on and uh, hopefully, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, he, he, I think he turned a little chapter on his book as well for himself and mm-hmm. um, maybe his personal life would be that bit better. Yeah, like you said from that episode, maybe even his relationship with his wife could could be yeah, that bit better. Definitely, hundred you percent. Know? Yeah. Like you said, he never opened up the whole like that. So for him to be able to do it on this platform and his family to be able to listen back, I think is amazing. So. Yeah, fair play, Graham. Um, right, this week, drum roll, we are joined by the one and only Alan McGarry. Alan, how's things, buddy? Hi, yeah, uh, how are you? Thanks for having me. Any time, pal, any time. So, Alan, I've been trying to get you on a, a, a while now. I was trying to figure out what was the right time to get you on. I think I think now that we have a bit of glam in the studio, <laughs> a, a few lights, you know, I didn't want to get you in while there was still dust and stuff. So it's Gorgeous. <laughs> We're only halfway there, but um, not even halfway to be fair. Yeah, but listen, Alan, thanks very much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, I suppose you can start with telling us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Who you are, where you came from. Grand. So I'm Alan. I'm from Ballyfermot originally. Um, I'm 31, and I've done a few TV shows here in Ireland. Um, living in Ballyfermot all my life, and yeah, I keep on going with reality TV events. You'll always find me somewhere. I'm always doing something. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people will know you from 
a couple of the TV shows you don't like eating with the enemy is the latest one mm-hmm. body fixers pulling with the parents um, I also went on to your YouTube channel and had a look at your little show reels as well so did you? they might be around as well we'll get into so all that stuff later <laughs> but I suppose we'll start off with um, with the obvious Alan um, so Alan is uh, what, what's the best way to say it? I don't want to bleed and come across like I'm a bl- I shouldn't say be saying it. things just say it Alan loves dick basically <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to say it now Alan is gay he he grew up in Ballyfermie Alan it's safe to say that like you're not the ordinary fella no I'm definitely not I am a little bit different and I know I haven't got that normal kind of life at all Um, it's mad because I grew up in Ballyfermie and everything in Ballyfermot when I grew up was like different, you know, being gay or being someone with different colour skin or anything was always like odd for them. Do you know mm. what I mean? And then growing up and, you know, having that kind of abuse on the streets of, oh, you bender, you faggot and mm. you queer and Alan loves a dick, as you just said. Um, <laughs> you know, they were kind of like horrible things to hear, do you know, the kind of yeah. way. And then, you know, you just, I, th- I think those things kind of made me stronger, I suppose. You know, um, being gay and being from Ballyferma, like you, you couldn't make it up. Do you know what I mean? Even without, it's of, isn't it? yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> even even without being gay, though, like Ballyferma alone is a hard place to grow up for certain people. Do you know what I mean? If you don't yeah. carry yourself well and you surround yeah. yourself with the right people, exactly. So. And I was always very lucky in that way. And I suppose when I started to get myself out there, do the things that I wanted to do, I got so much more respect from people. And now. Mm. When I walk through Valley Fairmont, I don't have that attitude. I don't feel like I have to look at myself when I walk out the front door or check myself to see if I look too gay or if I look too feminine or is my makeup too orange? Are they going to notice that I'm wearing tight skinny jeans? Those simple things. Now I can walk out and, you know, be myself and, you know, to go on national TV on blind date and pulling with the parents when you're looking for a man, you know, you know, yeah. and then for people to actually youngflis actually youngflis like youngflis that hang around the streets with their tracksuits no like there's nothing wrong with that mm. come up to me and say I love John that show but the state you're a man for them to say <laughs> that to me yeah and 10 years ago it would never be the, never be the answer you'd get yeah. you know it would always be like you know you faggot so things have changed now it's it, it's beautiful to hear that though isn't it it's beautiful to think that we we've come a long way a, a long Absolutely. way since then like my brother is gay yeah. and I've seen what he's had to go through I mean I've given him stick over the years myself but it's all only banter you know yeah. Yeah. but at the start he wouldn't have really seen it that way do you know what I mean like I, I always he always kind of when he has a conversation about being gay and people ask him about it he has got a story about me that said that um, I think it was something like um, him being godfather to me nephew and I said oh, he's a girl he can't be a godfather mm-hmm. it was a joke though do you know what I mean yeah, right. but it obviously hit him in a different way if he's still saying it now yeah. do you know what I mean That's now, too, I, did, I did tell him that I never meant that and boy jeez I couldn't give a fuck do you know what I mean yeah. but Alan I suppose we'll go right back then um, like you said it was t- it was tough growing up in Ballyframe alone but what was it like in school and all? Like, were you bullied and... Yeah, like, school for me, like, I hated school. Like, I never really enjoyed it. I think it's because I was always very different in school. Right, um, yeah. You know, again, like, I was ginger. I was gay. Um, I went to an all-boys school in St. Lorcan's. So I don't really remember a lot from that because I don't really... I don't have that good kind of memories. So I kind right. of refresh to that. Yeah. But as far as I know, it was fine. Do you know what I mean? Again, like, you know, kids being kids back then, 
they probably wouldn't have known that I was gay anyway. Do you know what yeah. kind of way? Um, and it wouldn't be really kind of common. But then when I went to secondary school, I was in a mixed school. So I was a bit like, obviously, boys and girls. And I always found myself kind of hanging around the girls more because I could relate to them more. I never liked doing PE. I actually despised it. And the the teacher used to come for me all the time. He said, just back away from me. I just don't want to kick a ball. Okay. I don't want to play basketball. I don't want to do anything where the boys would get a good laugh out of. Because they were more kind of like match them. Because even though it was Parmistown. You had people that were from Kondalkin. You had people from Ballyfermot, Cherry Orchard in my class. It wasn't just Parmesan people. That's mad because Graham, the, the guy who we had on this episode but before mm. ourself, um, he's from Kondalkin. Okay. And he he had the choice to go to Moyle Park, but he wanted to change the scenery and go to Parmestown. Mm. But he was saying Parmestown was fucking worse. worse. He said it was like a mixture of bleeding than the, the scumbags from Kondalkin and fucking Ballyfermot. And it, there was no one from Parmestown no. in fucking Parmestown. And it was funny because my dad, I think, sent me to that school because he thought, oh, Parmestown was back in the day the posh part yeah. of, yeah. of Dublin. Yeah, that's what we all thought. Yeah. yeah, and my dad was like, oh, he'll get a better education from there. Nothing will happen to him. And, you know, and even the girls in my class, most of them are from Inchicore. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. we were not from, like, the Parmestown area. So yeah. everybody in the school was you know, from different areas of Dublin. Um, yeah, and I never really got along with anybody in school. I was always very odd. You now, I have to say, I was very lucky with the classmates that I had. Like, there was the girl who dropped me up here today, her cousin was in, her nephew, sorry, was in my class. What's her name class, again? Amanda. Oh, yeah. How are you, Amanda? <laughs> um, Jay's and um, her nephew was in my class, but unfortunately he passed away. Mm. And he was always very good for me and he was like a guy you'd ever mess with right. as in like he was the top notch of the class right. so like you know he always had my back so I always felt safe having someone like that yeah. around me and I still do have that people kind of guarding me and like telling me like you know don't worry I've got your back and I'm well able for I come across very confident but I don't like confrontation that yeah. makes sense of course like, you fucking I, I sit there and I will say like I have an opinion I'd say it but yeah. I don't really like the whole bitch and I know I come across as oh he'd be into that guy because he's gay and he does this and he does that I'm actually, I don't actually like it at all. It actually drains life out of me. Mm. So would that not be like a, a shtick around for TV? Oh, do you know As what? opposed to that's just being your natural personality. Me, I, I, I'd be honest with you. Doing reality TV, it's reality TV. You try and give them a little bit real, okay? Yeah. Of course you're going to exaggerate exactly. a little you bit. To, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You're going to have to make people at home. It sells, doesn't it? Exactly. You're not going to go on TV and be boring. And if you're boring, you're not going to get picked up exactly. again. And I be honest, I actually am naturally funny, if I have to say, guys, right? Um, I do have great no, 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 that none of us laughed when but, you said that. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'm um, <laughs> See, I'm funny, he laughed at me. Yeah. I tried to hold the game, on the game well. is on there. That's all right, because I'll get another gig after this anyway. <laughs> I'm laughing at Someone's me, listening worry, to this and going to be like, he's hired. Um, I have to say, you know, doing these kind of shows, you know, because I'm very witty and I say things I don't really think before I speak. Yeah. Helps me hundred percent. I, I, I love that. I love when people are transparent and themselves and not afraid. Like, yeah. Um. But, but before we get into the all the TV stuff, uh, Alan, I, I do want to kind of touch on individual things. So, mm-hmm. like, y- you were saying that school wasn't too bad, but you were bullied a little bit. Mm-hmm. What stage did you kind of figure out? Like, I don't think I fucking like. Uh, girls like you know what stage did you kind of because like I'm assuming when you're very 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 young like in low babies and high babies you're none the wiser well it's like that conversation isn't it like are you born gay or is it oh, a choice do you see know that I mean? word that's like one of my pet hates when people say that like you know and like when did you become gay right it's like what kind so, of question is that so you think you're born gay then 
Well, of course. Would you not? I don't know. I don't know. I think your li- I think your life experience can affect it. Yeah, not at all. No, I can't. Like I'm not saying I'm yeah. right. It's just my opinion. I I think there's both sides. I think you can be born gay, and I think that depending, like if I'm constantly hanging around with girls from a young age, let's say there's no blokes on me road, and I'm constantly hanging around young girls, and they're saying about Barbies and then the fancy lads, and I think that can rub off you and can eventually lead to you becoming gay. I do. I could be wrong. I'm not saying it's right. I just think that it can go that way. I actually don't. I can't remember me me brother's views on that. I think he thinks he was born gay as well. You was. Oui. I think <laughs> he definitely was. Do you know what it is? It's people always say that, like you know. Oh, I think I was you know gay or you're, you're born that way. It's like you know someone with color of skin. They were born with that color of skin. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Someone yeah. who was born. They were born into a Muslim family. They were born Muslim. Right. So it's like you're born that way. Like you know you can't. I didn't decide to be gay or whatever like it's not something that I chose and sometimes you would think my life probably could be a little bit better if I was straight Mm. do you know what I mean but I don't really think like that anymore now because I am who I am exactly but you know being in school yeah you know I would have people say that you know ginger faggot gay and Mm. but it wasn't too extreme I was lucky that way but I wouldn't say I really enjoyed it so what age did you did you spot it like did you know all along yeah do you know what? I know I, n- I never had an attraction for women or girls. Do you know what I mean? And just right. never from me. I don't know. I just knew. You know what I mean? I just. I, it's very hard to point your finger at it. Like it's just. I think when I went seventeen, I realized that I was yeah, interested in th- my own kind of sex. So kind of way, like I knew I was into guys then. Yeah, because there obviously comes a point where you're like, right, I'm fucking gay. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, I know. It's so bluntly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. It's true, like, you don't, like, you probably have thoughts to yourself all the time, like, like, did you ever question it? No. No, so you always knew. I always knew. Right. I wouldn't know what to do with a vagina, would you stop? Mm. <laughs> what am I going to do? At, at, at this stage, Alan, either would fucking I. Either would I. So, here we go again. Out there now no, I, 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 I didn't say that. No, no, I didn't, didn't say that. No, and I'm not saying that. <laughs> the lads who give me stick for talking about it, but I'm not going to say that. Mm-hmm. Jay um, has a, a problem mentioning his ex girlfriend in the podcast. So, we, just have, fuck, we have a thing. You just fucking We're gonna have it. A, we have a swear jar, right? kind of like a swear jar. Every time you mention it, you just throw a tenner in. We, we, we'll do that next time, but I didn't ah. mention it. You did. Mm. Um, <laughs> people are going to be hounding me now with that. <laughs> um, right, so, so, so you knew all along. So. On top of being gay, you are redhead. And let's face yeah. it, it's redhead to me is like being fat. Yeah, it's like a crime to the world back then. And now it's the most beautiful thing in the world. Yeah, it everybody is Everybody wants isn't it? to be ginger. Mm. And everybody wants to be gay now. And everybody yeah. wants to be non-binary, which I won't get into, but that's what I ad- identify at the moment. But that's for another day. Right. Um, so <laughs> that's too much information, too much overload for you to today. <laughs> yeah, um, probably. So when you mentioned gay, 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 I was like, I better not go into non-binary because then it's going to fuck everything up. But it's grand. We'll just go with that today. Um, when you come back, you can talk about just it. Just get your research. Just check it out properly. All right. Yeah. Um, I'll ask the bro. That's all right. Um, so yeah, like, where was I going with that? Um, About uh, ginger hair. Yeah, ginger hair. And now it's the most best thing in the world. Everybody mm. wants to be ginger. I did go on to body fixes to go back to ginger because... I thought it was going to be a cool thing. Right. But you didn't I like realised... It. No, it's it was a confidence issue for me. And it's a truth. When I colour my hair black, I feel alive. Right. And when I see a glow of ginch, it's like my life has fallen apart. Right. I just feel like I just need to go back into my habitat and hide. It's just something I just can't... Cont- I don't think I'd ever... I think it's because of the, the 
the memories and the the backlash of being mm. ginger right. i don't it sticks with me for so long mm-hmm. yeah. i don't think i'd be able to revert back to that again i think that's just the end of it for me but as well as that y- you've been doing your hair black for a long time now and it's probably just a comforting and you're used to it now like it's what you know yeah do you know what i mean like lads tend to keep the same fucking haircut for years the whole life nearly you know yeah. what i mean I like they might switch it up a little bit here and there but like I'd be open to like probably going back to it and trying it out because I can know I can always dye it back, but it's yeah. very hard now because there's yeah. so much black went into it's, my hair. Yeah, the the, the middle process will exactly. be poxy. And the pro- Silas always say to me like, "I'll never get you back to your natural color because you've not that you've ruined your hair, but you've just totally changed the color of your hair, and I'll take years before you strip that all out to bring it back to your natural color." We done it once. As you probably know, on body fixes, and my hair went to luminous orange. That yeah. wasn't even red. That's why I ran a muck on that show. Yeah. Because yeah. I was not leaving London looking like a fucking alfalfa walking around town. Right. And, like, it, was that another reason why you were so angry? Because maybe seeing your hair that colour was like, right, I was ginger before I got in stick over this. Now this isn't even ginger. This is potentially do you worse. Know what so I'm going to get more stick. Everything that what I went to do on that show was all a lie. Right. It was all, like, it was all a setup. I'll be honest. Mm. So it was my first time getting on reality TV and they reached out to me saying, have you got, we've, we look, you look like you have got a story. And I was like, a story? And they were like, yeah, a story. And I was just thinking like, what kind of story could I tell them? It's a, it's a makeover show. And I was like, I'm actually quite happy with everything really, to be honest with you. Mm. And then I remember I was with an agency at the time and they were saying, just go and tell them you want to go back to Ginger and blah, blah, blah. So I didn't genuinely want to go back to Ginger. Mm-hmm. It was just to get my foot in the door into reality TV. Right. And not more so reality TV, more so into the media lifestyle. Yeah, I just to get your name out, out there. Out there and just be an con- opportunity. Exactly. And, make yeah, yeah. It, and be controversial. Mm. So I went in there with a game plan to run a muck Dublin style. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? And that's what I'd done. Mm. And I regret doing that in a way. I, I think I should have just went on that show just to be me, mm-hmm. I think I probably would have got a little bit more out of that then. Because back then, when I came off that show, I wasn't really getting a lot of gigs. People were saying, he's a diva, he's actually horrible. But he's you know mean. what, Alan, I think that, I think you need to do shit like that sometimes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I personally think that that was the right move for you, if I'm honest with you. Maybe. Because it got people talking. Yeah. Like, s- similar thing, I don't know whether you're aware of uh, the whole Jay Paul situation. So there's, there's basically a, a YouTuber called Jay Paul who's, just completely acting out, acting the bollocks, doing stupid shit, causing loads of controversial. Everyone's talking about him. He's earning the most money he's ever earned yeah. in his life. He's probably the most talk about person in the whole world right now. Yeah, Would I be right in saying that? Probably, and I hate it. Well, I never heard mm. of him. He's, he's a YouTuber. Did you ever okay. hear Logan Paul? No. Uh, well, basically, Logan Paul's his big brother, but they're two massive YouTubers. Well, fair play to them. Multi, multi, That's what I say. Yeah. I say hats off to him because I know deep down he's not a little bastard. I know what he's doing. He sees the money. Do you he's know destroying what? Destroying sports. It's like your one. Look, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's like your one Gemma Collins. You know, love her, but she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She knows yeah. when the camera's around. And same with me. Like, you know, and people who are listening to this will know that. There's no way he's that bloody ditzy. There's no way that he's like that full time. Because I'm not. Yeah. If, if you sit down with me to have a drink, I'm actually quite normal. I, I'm very like, I'm very paranoid when I go out. Like if I go to a gay bar and, stuff and I see people whispering, looking over. And they're probably just looking over saying, not even about me being on TV. But just random things. I get paranoia. And that's just me. I get into myself really quickly. And mm. I'm very quiet. And I'm very shy. And people think when I come into a room, I'm going to be full of life. I'm actually not sometimes. I'm actually yeah. quite just subtle. I'm calm. Because I was coming here today, I knew I had to come in with an entrance. Like, you know, how are you? Crack a joke here and there. <laughs> it's just a comfort zone for me. Yeah. Especially when I was on Eat With The Enemy and I sat down with Jess. 
I was actually shitting myself because eating with the enemy to me was like, I'm eating with an enemy. This is going to go one way and I'm going to end up like getting a box in the face or I'm going to end up walking out here and it's going to probably ruin me and it's going to be the worst decision of my life. And that's why I went in with the, how are you? How are you? You look great. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to break the ice and make her feel comfortable to let yeah. her know that. But it's good. It's good that you can switch up. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you walk in when the camera's run, you flick ah, a switch and you're good to go. When that, like, mm. people say to me, a lot of producers always say to me, when I see you walking in and you, the camera's on, you're like a different person. Mm. And my friends hate being around me when I I'm doing like these kind right. of stuff because... I don't give them any any notion. I'm just all for me and I'm all for the camera because I'm, I'm trying to provide entertainment. It's work. It's work. Mm. And it comes with a job like of me, like we went out to last week, my friend Porrick, we went to St. William Street to have a few drinks on the streets and we had a ball and I was talking to people who just recognised me from not even eating with the enemy, just yeah. random stuff from an event to this and that. Yeah. And I went on the missing list for ages and he bought drinks for me and he was kind of annoyed and I came back and I felt really guilty and he just kept saying to me, why do you like that life? Why do you want people coming over to you and talking to you about bullshit? And I'm like, it comes with the job. I'm not saying I'm a celebrity. I'm not saying, like, I'm famous. Well, would, I'm you, call, would you call yourself a Zaylist celebrity? No. No. 100% not. See, I'll be honest with you, Alan. I probably would. Because a lot of people do know you. Do you, like you are spotted a lot around like you, if RTE and all are picking you up you have like a, there's something like you weren't on one TV show you I were on a few four. do you yeah, know what I mean get the four in um, <laughs> do you know what it is I'm lucky that I have a platform I've got connections yeah you know I wouldn't I don't name drop yeah. but I would have a lot of friends that work in the industry yeah and they put me in the right direction and they help me out and they refer me like on if I was to sit here and show you my inbox of the real slabs of Ireland that contact me, like, I don't even contact me, responding to my stories, yeah, yeah, commenting yeah. on my posts, and they're just nice people, and I'm lucky to have that. Like, I'm going to probably name drop now, but I might as well do it because we're here and we're live. I'm not going to name drop, I'm probably going to But now I am, but it's not really a name drop, it's somebody who, who's, who's related to a really... Famous right. person, yeah. So I was out, and this girl came over to me, and she kept calling me Michael, and I was like, "I know who she's gonna say." She, am I a she now? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, right? You hear the hair, guys? I, I've now I changed my it. gender. Alan, I know I who my name is now, Alana. Uh, I have a weekly thing where I, at some point, say that he's gonna get this show cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna fucking cancel it. I'm your last no, guest. what I meant to say was, I know. Who she is Who you're talking about I think <laughs> I, I, I'm very confident Will I just throw it out there Go on Is it McGregor No Okay Wait, One of his sisters Yeah No That's what I was thinking Okay Um. So I was out last week As I said And this girl kept calling me Michael And I was like Why does she keep calling me Michael And she just kept calling me Michael And she was a lovely girl And we were chit-chatting We were chit-chatting And she went off And she was standing where her I think her boyfriend Or her husband to be And she ran back over And she goes You're on first dates And I was like no, I wasn't. I definitely wasn't. I don't know why I keep, I don't know, I keep whispering there. I was like, no, I wasn't. And she's like, so I went along when I was like, yeah, I was, because that's all I could say. You know, yeah, I am. Yeah, blah, blah. Long story cut short, her fiance or her boyfriend, whoever she introduced me to, um, was like, you probably know my sister. And I was like, probably. I don't think I probably would. And he's like, you would. So he showed me a picture of him and his sister. And I was like, I'll tell you in a second, keep him to suspense. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm I was like, sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, you're not related to her, eh? And he was like, yeah. And I go, she is amazing. It was Suzanne Jackson's brother. Right. Okay. And he was the loveliest person ever. And like, he didn't talk about her. He didn't like, and even that girl who, who's her sister-in-law, 
she didn't even like go oh well, by the way i'm blah 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 sister-in-law yeah and i love people like that and i was just speaking to him and i love her like mm. i genuinely is do this love. this so sue me is that her? yeah right. she's just you know what i only followed her recently she's actually a cracker j number one right but i'm, I'm at the being watching our little renovations of a gaff and all gorgeous and like imagine fuck me she must be making some money and she's worth every penny because you know what she's a businesswoman at the end yeah. of the day and she made herself into something and i'll always appreciate someone like her mm. in my life and she's someone that i'd inspire to be and as I look up to, she was very good to me a couple of years ago. Sent me a loads of goodies and stuff like that. She is mm. a very genuine, nice person. Yeah. And I think that's why them type of people do do well. But that's what mm. I'm saying. Mm. And that's another person that I would follow and would follow me back. Mm. So do you get what I'm saying? Like, and I know a name dropped there, but that's only because I was just saying. Explaining a story. Story. Yeah. And it was just that it's mad that the connection that you can make and that you're, you're minding your own business. You bump into someone that has a really famous sister or brother. And it's mm. like, it's just so nice to see that people are actually very normal yeah. and for her to ask me for a picture even though she's not a celebrity yeah. but the person that she's yeah, related yeah, yeah. to in a way is so much bigger than me it just shows you that people are actually nice out there and they just want to see it do well yeah. and I do believe and I think Irish people do you know try and push people to be who they want to be yeah I was just going to say so going back to your childhood when you've been bullied for being gay for having red hair and then to embracing it and then you have moments like that where there's, okay, maybe it's our sister-in-law, but someone like that is in your DMs and, you know, or seeing you on a night out and, you know, congratulating you on your success. Does the, I don't know, like, what, what's the best way of looking at it? Like, is there a sense of pride from it that you've stayed true to who you are and then you can actually go back and say, well, you know what, I went through all that, but here I am now. Do you know what? Thing. It's a lovely feeling. I'll, mm. I wouldn't like to. It's nice to walk out on the streets and people recognise and whisper and giggle and whatever. And it's nice, especially kids. Kids love me mm. when they see me on the streets. They, they, they're the ones that kind of would give me the, the ratings because they're watching all this reality TV show. Without them, we wouldn't be doing well if we didn't have those people kind of watching the show. But, like, it's great walking on the streets and people whispering. And, it, like, going back to what I was saying about me going on the missing list, my friend was just like, why would you like that? Like, mm. And I'm like, it's not that I like it. It just comes with the job. So like, even my dad, the key was very, like, not into me doing this kind of stuff. He's a very quiet, private man. And I was always living in la-la land to him when I wanted to be on TV. And it wasn't a job that he ever wanted me to be on. And he didn't want my lifestyle to be out there. I think it was poor just because he just didn't want to be a part of it. And that's fine. Was it a protection thing? I don't know. People say it is. But then again, I don't know. I think he's just the type of person. He doesn't like any Irish TV presenter. He thinks they're all a pack of pricks. And right. I do say to him, that I can't say that's someone's job. Like, they went to college to study to Does be... Does he think you're a prick? I don't think he thinks I'm a prick, but I think he thinks I live in La La Land. Right. But I don't live in La La Land. Right, so... Would it be... Like, he thinks you're in La La Land as in he's not, not supportive? Anymore. I don't think anymore now. Right. I think he's getting to his old age now. And right. the let RT into my house to fill in with the parents was a big leap in air book. Yeah. For me to ask him, could they come and fill him? Like, I was very blessed and very lucky he said, yeah, because mm. usually you'd be told, no, no one's coming into your, into this house of film or anything like that. But he was the one that was, like, not very into me being on TV, and that's understandable. And then we were out walking on the streets one day, and... Um, sorry about this. That's all right. I, can't, I literally looked, there's, there's nothing on me phone that's all right. to Come hang on, up. Just call my driver, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> how, like, so how was there a I, case of, like... Up, I'm just torn out my phone. Did he disapprove of maybe the character of Alan McGarry Love or uh, do you know what I don't think he's ever see I would never let him watch me on some of the shows that I was on apologies for that it's alright 
Um, just don't do it again. James yeah. fuck's what, what That's two weeks in a row, Jay. Isn't this bollocks? It happened to you last week. Did it? Sure to God. But he, we were out on the streets yeah. down the main road in Bali Fair, and three people in the space of an hour congratulated me for my success that I've been doing in Bally Fair. Mm. And it was so good that I was at my dad that day because I met him on yeah. the main road and he was carrying the bags. I was like, do you want a hand, ah? And he was like, yeah, come on. So we just started walking and a, a guy on the bike went by and he's like, oh, you were on it with the enemy. I loved you. And they're nice things here, but my dad is so like, so old school. He goes, how would you know him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. It's because I say hello back to people and go, yeah. oh, how are you? It's because that's the person that I am. Yeah. But my dad doesn't understand that people do re- do recognize people from the streets because mm. he doesn't live in that world. Exactly. He grew up in a different, different, different era age. and doesn't get it at all. Mm. But then it was nice to go back to the house and, and for him to see that, that if I do say to him, when I first started doing that TV, TV, like, oh, I was recognised here, I got a free dinner, or blah, 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 because yeah. these things can happen. Yeah, of course, yeah. And my dad would just be like, you know, rolling his eyes, no interest in it at all, <laughs> no yeah. interest, but you'd feel good, because you're like, oh my God, someone's giving me a free dinner, this is yeah. bleeding great, I'm, I'm, I'm at, I'm making it now. Yeah. And then I tell him my dad that, no interest, but for him to act, physically see it that day, when three people in the space of an hour spotted me from that show, yeah. and some man screaming at the window of his car in an Iceland van saying, you're a great on the TV, like it's just it was nice for me to have that. I just wanted him to feel kind of proud in a way that I'm not. I think his fear was always that you'd be laughed at or mm. people just think you're stupid which, going on mm-hmm. these shows. Which is yeah. a fair enough yeah. fucking point because it's not what you who or who you are. It's because of where yeah. you're where you're like, from and you're growing up. But not only that, I'm sure you would have been laughed at, Alan, at some stage. Do you know what I mean? Come, on, come here. I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I'm like Marmite, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but that's mm. the thing. I love that. Because if you don't like me, don't follow me. Yeah. If you don't like me, don't watch me. If you don't like me, don't listen to me. They're, they're, that's always been my quote in life. It just, you know, you don't like somebody, just don't get involved in their life. Like, there's plenty of people I don't like. And you it's don't bother with. I don't bother with. I don't yeah. look at their stuff. I don't like their stuff. I don't engage with their stuff because I've no interest in them. And that's just me. Mm. Don't get in. I don't get involved in nitty gritty stuff. I don't do any smo- social media spats. But being in this industry, you do have that fear. That someone has a story about you. Yeah. That you've done something in your past. You had sex with a guy that has a wife or kids. And, you know, all these things go through your head when you put yourself in a platform like that. Mm. There has been people speaking about me on Twitter when I was on Eat With The Enemy saying things like, you know, oh, I don't trust that guy. He's quite dangerous. And I don't know who the guy is. He's Lula. But, yeah. you know, these are little things that can create a story because you've got a platform. So it's not all great doing this kind of stuff because 100%. people do hold things behind your back and when mm-hmm. you're on the way you're getting dragged back like look at Al Porter God bless him yeah. uh, Another, I'm a big fan of his a lovely mm. guy but again when he was reaching to the top he just got pulled right down to the very end yeah. look people people say they like this people other people down well until they get above them mm-hmm. and then they want to pull them down but Alan I'll be honest with you I, I think the whole daddy thing is all about protecting you and just wanting the yeah. best for you even though it might not have came across that way being a parent I know we'd be kind of similar so I yeah. reckon that's what it was I reckon he was just trying to protect you yeah and he's now, getting old now he's grand he's used to yeah, me but going now around. you're proving yourself to him yeah. as well do you know what I mean so I'm sure he is proud of you now and I'm sure like there th- th- will be a day if, if it hasn't come already where you'll hear them words from him you know well, that's, what, that's literally what I was going to ask I know I, yeah, I, and I do good. believe in that do you yeah. know what I mean like especially if I get a few bob for doing something like if I don't yeah, know, if 100%. I posted a post up and I got 500 euro for it I'd always be the first to go 
that's for you. Like yeah. half of it, not yeah, all of it. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Me well, like she wouldn't give him half either. Oh my God. Do you know what? I am the most generous person in the world. I actually would. <laughs> Say that 500 went on them runners. See that? They're nice. They're custom. Yeah. Who done that? They are snaz. Um, you better say sneaker surgery. No, no who are they? He's, they're he's, coming um, on soon. Yeah, they're they they actually they are nice. A guy, got, I actually bought them. They weren't actually a collab, and right. I, I, sometimes I get things sent to me. But these, I actually bought them. They were fifty euro. Right. No, they were sixty. But because I'm Alan McGarry, they were fifty. Now, <laughs> now, now, were they fifty euro? How they are, or were they white and he customized them? I don't understand that question. As in, were they? Were they just playing white air no, force? I don't, no, no, no. Right, they came like that. Came like right, that. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they're very nice. They're custom DR already. Yeah, but yeah, very apparently nice. DR has collabed with They Nike. do, they have, yeah. And But when he first reached out to me and told me about them, I was like, I wouldn't wear Nike, no offence. Really? Not my style. Right. So I was like, no, nah, you're all right. I want them. He's like, yeah, well, you know, Nike is now collabing with the, uh, DR. <laughs> and I says, oh, are they? And he was like, yeah. And I says, still not interested, chicken. Yeah. And then he says, you know what? I'll check them out and see what they're like. So you've done a deal. Two for 80. There you go. them down. Came down to wrong size today. That's all right. He's going to bring the other ones down tomorrow. They're actually not bad, aren't they? No. I, put them, I put oh, them on my story this morning and everyone's coming to me. Give me his me. number. Look at a few pairs of them. I only ever bought one expensive pair of trainers and that was me Blenciaga. I they knew were, you were going to say that. They were seven, I think I seen them on you They before. were 790 or something like that and I got them. Mad fucker. I'm going to give a, a shout out. But I won't give them a shout out because I don't know if he's done them yet. <laughs> but this guy done them for me in tally. He washed them. Right. 25 euro. Right. And like in town, they're charging me a hundred euro. Yeah, it's mad. And this guy in Tallaght in what's that word? With a K? I don't really go to Tallaght much. Kilimanjaro. 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 Never been, but was one day. Right. What a stay. Don't right. worry, guys. <laughs> I'm not moving there anytime soon. No yeah. offense. Uh, wild. I was shitting myself up there. Bolt the doors, girls. Bolt uh, the rocks are coming through. Um, he done them for me for twenty five euro. So I'm right. waiting for them. But the turnaround is four days. Right. So far, not good enough. We, we, we have we, we have a guy coming on here called Sneaker Soldier. He does similar stuff. Well, tell him I can do a collab with him if you want. Yeah, we, we we'll send on your details to him. Yeah. But come here, right? So we, we touched on a little bit about your dad. So I suppose yeah. we, we'll. Re- Going back to coin it, like, did you need to tell them? Like, was, was it? Yeah, or definitely not. I think my dad's brother's gay, right? And then my dad's sister has a gay daughter, right? So, kind of gay was always in the family in a way. And my mm. dad's brother is gay, I already mentioned that. And when I told him I was gay, I just remember just saying to them, I'm going to the George tonight. And my mum and dad has looked at each other. My mum is very ditzy, though, God bless her. I think it's because she's deaf in a way. Well, she's not yeah. deaf in a way, she's deaf. And. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what she's, way is she deaf she's just completely deaf and she was born that way god bless her and she always said i never knew you were gay my dad just looked at her and said that's a fucking stupid thing to say to somebody yeah come on like he was i was performing to disney in the in the sitting room and yeah i was putting tea towels around myself making it as a dress like i was out there gay and everyone used to say to like my mom's sister used to get my mom's sister used to say to her like He's going to be gay. I mean, mm. mom's like, no, don't be saying that. Don't be saying that. She actually gave me a hard time more than my dad, which is very surprising. Because mm. me and mom are actually very close. And tell me this, would she gave you a hard time using sign language? Or? Well, see, I don't have to sign with my mom because I was brought up the way she was. So when she speaks, we understand her. Right. Because we just right. grew up like that. Now, with her friends, her deaf friends, she obviously signs to them. Right. Do you know deaf. sign language? Not really. It's terrible. Right. I actually don't. Right. So I say, fuck off. 
get fingers up and that's the job done. Do you know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right, right. Um, she's grand. She's well able for me. Got yeah. these Dior runners saying straight away she wants a pair. She's like, I want a pair of them. She, everything that I have, she wants. Right. But she thinks that I made her money. So like, you know, not only does she get a wage off me, like it's simple things. Like, oh, I need this, need that. And I, as I said to you, I actually genuinely am very, very honest. I give what I have. If I have it, I'll pay for it. Yeah. I'm just one of those kind of people. Because you only have one mother. Mm-hmm. You only have one father. So I'm not going to go ahead and not, you know, treat them to something. Because at the end of the day, they are my family. And yeah. they're going to be gone one day. That's the very morbid here. But they are going to be gone one day. And I want to make sure that I can give them something that I have. It's not a lot, but my man wants shampoo. Expensive shampoo. I'm going to pay for it. Yeah. If I have it. But not everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, would you class, like, your relationship, the way you said your mother kind of gave you more of a hard time than your father? What, like, so I'm trying to think of this as the way I am with as a father as well now. Would... Would one of them be regarded as like a best friend to you because of the fact that like like Jay said a minute ago in terms of like a protection level you know growing up gay mm. would well, he been closer to you in that sense to protect you more like me ma'am like what I mean she gave me a hard time I think she was just like throwing her face down at gay guys kissing and gay girls kissing she'd be like making this kind of like that's a disgusting kind of thing to do yeah. then she, I kept saying to her you can't be doing that like that's how I am you can't but she was grand me and my mum are close obviously me and my dad were never close. We used to argue like cats and dogs and blah, blah, blah. But now we're great. Mm-hmm. Me and my dad are our best friends now. Yeah. Like, I get along with my mum and dad equally now. Do you know that kind of way? So it was like, it's mad because we never got... My dad was always a grump. He was always moany. <laughs> he was always like, you know, aggro. He was always like, you know, just very annoying, like, and yeah. easily just pissed off very quickly. So we just, I just couldn't bear looking at him sometimes and always negative And I can't be around people like that. But now as he, as he, yeah, he's only 62 now, but because he's got that a little bit older now, we get along very well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mad. Like, do you know what I mean? I'd be, be more confident to talk to him about absolutely anything. Mm-hmm. And then he, even when I was on Eat With The Enemy, like, he did give me a lot of moral support. Like, he That's did good. really enjoy it. He laughed at it. It's, reality TV is not for him, but that kind of concept, he enjoyed. Not only my episode, he actually enjoyed many episodes that came on that. He actually tuned in mm-hmm. when I wasn't on to watch it because he actually enjoyed it. So he's he's moving on with his age. He's actually, yeah. I think he's realising that I can't be like that anymore. I have to kind of be more accepting, more almost. accepting, a little bit more open. Have you ever introduced a man to your parents? No, because I never had a man. I never had a boyfriend. Right. That's okay. the problem. And you're, you're 21? Thanks for reminding everyone. 21. Yeah. Right. 21 and you never had a boyfriend. No. How is that? Like, does that upset you? Are you okay with that? How does that hit? Like, because I mean, I've I've had. I think uh, I'm not. I'm not actually not talking about you. Talk about your previous relationships, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I tell you, it's, I, I, I tell you, it's hard. It is. Like you know, I do want to settle down. Like I'm at that age now where I'm bored. Yeah. Of just going out every weekend. Like you know, social media. Like you know, you can do so much of it. But the age of me at 31 to be going on social media sometimes. You know, doing all them posts and then again, and I'll keep reverting back to reality TV because that's all I ever do. It's like even going on shows like that. Mm. It's like I'm not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna want me when I'm 40? Do you know what I mean? So I have to really kind of step it up a little bit now and see exactly what I'm going to do with my life. Am I going to move abroad? Am I going to want to go into like, you know, TV full time? But more importantly for me, and it's the truth and people probably won't realise this, that I actually would like, I would rather settle down. Yeah. I feel as if I've done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As in the little stuff I've done now. I've made a little like name what? for myself. Give, give us a little teaser. What did you do? 
Is he being sarcastic? <laughs> Is he actually fucking being fucking God knows with this man. That's the truth. Well, I should follow up though. Would uh, you're fucking lucky you're messing with me already. <laughs> Do you ever want kids? No, no, can't. <laughs> oh my god, never. I, yes, when I was little, probably a little bit younger in my 20s, I was like, love to adopt a child from probably I don't know China or a country that was really poor or yeah. whatever and bring them into a world where they could abs- have absolutely anything they wanted. No, right, I wouldn't have time for a child, and I'll tell you why. One, I'm greedy. Two, I'm very impatient. Three, I get agitated very quickly. And four, I've no interest. Mm-hmm. I, I would probably reconsider that if I had my own place to live. Yeah. I had money that I could actually, you know, supply a child with. And if you and had a partner. I had a partner. Yeah. These are the three main things I would need in my life if I was to give bring a child into this life. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying... People who haven't got that can't do that. Of course they can. If a woman and a man who doesn't have their own house and hasn't got all the money in the world, they can do that. That's fine. But just for me personally, I couldn't do that mm-hmm. because it's just not something I've ever been interested in. Mm. I, I, I'm going to bring up something now that I think is going to get a bit of heat on me, but I, I feel like I need to say it because I've said it to me, but I think it's only fair for me to give me opinion openly on it mm-hmm. so people know where I stand and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But... What's your opinion on gay couples having kids? Well, I don't really have an opinion. I do believe that if two gay couples want to have a child, they can have a child. Same if two gay girls want to have a child, they can have a child. Mm. Now, I don't see a big... like The world is changing. Yeah, It's like asking, what do you think about a white man and a black woman having a child? Because yeah. back in the day, that was always frowned upon. Yeah, and yeah that's people, a fair point. People used to always look down on people like that. Like... Mixed race children used to get spat on in, in New York City and you know different countries and you know that was horrible and yes. they like you know it was never common like for if a white man back in the fifties or the sixties brought home a black woman yeah you know the mom and dad was never happy no, with that, that. it was always yeah. like what on earth are you doing yeah even now so, it's frowned upon at, at certain yeah. stages oh yeah for but sure that's, that's not gone I was always very lucky that I just never judged people for their yeah, their, their way. Like I, I don't, I don't know how a racist works. I thought I don't yeah. know how they can just be like have an opinion on someone for nothing. And I just think it's weird. That's mm. just my opinion. But yeah. answer your question. Of course, I'm gonna say yes. I think if two gay guys want to bring up a child in this world, no, no, not not if it's okay. Like I think it's perfectly fine. Just yeah. watch your kind of. Like what's your outlook on it? What like, I don't know anyone. I don't. I don't have gay friends that like have kids so mm-hmm. i don't know yeah like the process of it all but i know there was you know a heat and debate in the papers before for an irish couple that were trying to get papers to say that they're the guardians of the children and blah 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 yeah. i know if actually i know a friend who has a friend who has a friend that has you know two gay guys who have kids and yeah it's hard work you know what i mean but they were sperm donors like you know yeah he inserted a sperm into his woman's yeah so it's his yeah, yeah, yeah so it's his child yeah, his yeah. blood so I don't find anything wrong. If that person can bring that child into this life and give them everything they need, then I don't see a problem with it. Yeah. What's your opinion on it then? Like when you when you asked, you said you're probably gonna get some heat on it. Yeah, what, because like I, I understand why I would get heat. Um. So my kind of perception on it and what he said to me, brother, which I can understand where he was coming from, and why he probably got a little bit upset. My my sister's actually gay as well. Okay. So my brother and sister are gay. Um, and my take on it is, I kind of have two, right? 
So, firstly, I've, I've nothing against it. I, I don't think there's an issue with two men or two women having a kid, right? Just putting that out there now. However, I do think the kid will always have a disadvantage. Now, let me explain, right? Because there's two sides of this. Now, I worded it extremely wrong to me, but and I apologise, and I'll apologise again, because anyone listening, I know will be offended by this. What I said to him was, like, Ian, put it this way. I said, if if a kid is brought up and their two parents are junkies, they're at a fucking disadvantage. Because the two parents are junkies. They're being neglected. They're not being looked after. I said, if if two gay people have a kid, they're gonna, the kid's going to go to school and get fucking slagged. It's going to get grief and all this shit. So we think it's going to be at a disadvantage starting out with a gay. Now... You probably feel hurt when you hear. No, me I don't. That, do no, because I always believe in people have to. Like, I wouldn't have went on a show like that if people didn't have their opinions. That's yeah. the whole purpose of. You know, no, I know, but you're bringing that back to life is moving on now. Chicken. Yeah, no, we know that. So that child is not going to have that experience. Yeah. So life has moved on. There's gay pride now, and you know there's trans awareness now, and there's going to be a law in. You know, you can't say something to someone like you faggot, you queer, yeah. or whatever like that. So. I think you still have that little bit of a mindset of years ago that would have happened. But as we're moving on now, yeah, like, like it's mad to think like the Dublin. Like, even bring this up, like we have the Lord Mayor of Dublin is you know she's Irish, but she has she's from a Chinese yeah, I think yeah, an Asian yeah. descent. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you look back ten years ago, fifteen years ago, you wouldn't have that. 100%. That was a problem. And then mm. if she was to do that 10, 15 years ago. She would have been told, you're going to have grief, you're going to have this, you're going to have that. It's not going to work out for you. They're going to hate you, of course, because mm. we weren't used to seeing someone who didn't look like us. Mm. That's what it was. And as time is going on now, you know, two people, two same-sex couples in five, six years' time, the child is going to be, like, you go to school now. And it should be different, is what you're saying, but like, than yeah, what it would have been. But because that's what I'm judging on. Like, my friend, my friend has, all my friends have kids. Mm. And they're six, seven, eight, ten, nine, whatever. They all know I'm gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's good for them to know that. Yeah, They'd even say to me, like, Alan, have you got a boyfriend, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw a guy today. He looks like you. Why? Because he's wearing makeup. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, God. Yeah, so, you know, like, yeah, everything yeah. is changing now. Kids are so intelligent that they're a little bit more, like, you know, James Charles, for example. Yeah. Right? Who's a fashion makeup guru in America who wears fake nails and eyebrows and he's, you know, and kids look up to him mm. like girls, like yeah. and little boys, and then they see him being like that, like millions of kids, mm. and they're going to school, and they're understanding that people are different. I just think, I know where you're going with it, but yeah, times have changed now, and and, and this is where I kind of need to try and defend what he said a little mm. bit as well, right? Because when I said that, like, it, first of all, it was complete the complete wrong example to give. Comparing gays to junkies, just, like, I was just going to say that. I was gonna yeah. say, if 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 you're going to offend me in any part, I was going to say, <laughs> don't c- compare me to a drug yeah. pusher or a drug user. No, don't get me in, in, not in a bad way. I know, hundred percent. I I knew I knew straight after I said it. Right, two that was total different. Yeah, no, ideas. Th- there's no, concepts, there's no. Yeah. I, I was looking at it in a in the kid disadvantage way. Right, however, I can understand your frame of mind in that sense as well. But like, there was probably a time where I probably thought that as well. That's of course, thing. well, you wouldn't be human if you didn't. But see, you have to remember, lads, my brother grew up gay so I witnessed hate hate that he was was getting so I'm thinking right I don't want fucking his kid getting double that 
I'm going to be this kid's uncle. Do you know what I mean? But however, obviously now, after having a conversation with me brother and yourself and multiple other people, I am starting to see, like, I don't think it's completely gone, Alan, if I'm honest with you. There's still homophobes out there. Of course. There and, do you know always be racist. But, but, always, yeah. you know. but it is getting a lot better. So that's that part boxed off, right? The mm-hmm. other side is, I think every single kid deserves a mother and a father. And I personally think that gay couple could potentially be taking that away from a kid and I don't think they have the place to do that. I, I would disagree. So would I. I. I think every kid deserves two parents who love them. Exactly. No matter yeah. who they are. Yeah. And and, and I, I see what you're saying because of the, the dynamic and the relationship you have with one and the other. Yes. I see your point. Yes. I do. And I know you're not saying that from a place of hate or no, a place of... No, 100%. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I just think, no matter what, and oh, look, I'm a straight man. I, I, you know, so I don't have any like horse. But this is why I'm saying it because I want everyone's opinion on it. But it's yeah. like me sitting back here and saying that all these men are pricks. You know, being sperm donors and leaving the woman with a child because there's plenty of women out there that have just you know been with a man and the moment she says she's pregnant, the man leaves. Yeah, and I disagree and she, with that as well. This is and she's rearing that child on her own. She's doing yeah. a mom and dad's job. Yeah. So what's the difference with two gay men bringing a child into this world and doing a mom and dad's job? Yeah. And that's that's you know it's really unfair for anyone to say, well, I don't think you know two gay men or two two gay women is going to be able to bring up a child, and make them have a normal life. Of course, if a single mother or a single father can do it. What's the difference with two same sex? Yeah. No, so l- l- let me make sure that I'm not getting things twisted here. Oh, right? yeah. So I am not saying that, like, a single mother is better doing it on her own. I'd, like, I'd say the very same. A father, if a father's not around for his kid, he shouldn't be a fucking father. Course, like, this yeah. isn't me singling out gay people. This is me basically saying, in my opinion, right, I have two kids, Alan, right, a boy and a girl, and I know that my son Tyler needs me for certain things. And Amelia needs a mommy for certain things. And I think that, like, simple things, like, the chances are, like, gay people, like, if it's a gay couple, one of them are going to be good at the girls here and stuff like that. For example, right, let's say, let's say you and your boyfriend decided later on in life you just wanted to have a baby and it turned out to be a boy and you still were kind of more on the feminine side. I think that the, the boy kind of needs... Do you understand that father? Yeah. Like, not that you can't avoid that, but to a sense where someone who's see, I suppose I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's hard for you to get it. It's hard for me to know. get it out without offending but people. That child's not going to know any different because the child's not going to know what a mother is. The child's just going to understand that he's got two fathers or two mothers. But this is what I'm saying. I like, is that fair? Of course. Like, who, who, who are who are you to decide? Right, that. Y- Someone comes into this world and they have two fathers rather than, like, nature says, like, mother, father. That's how it's done. Do you know what I mean? We're changing how things work just so we can be happy. It isn't, like, I'm not saying it's selfish, but I'm just throwing the, like, thing out there. Is it a little bit selfish? No. No. It's just called, you know, giving someone a life. It doesn't matter who you are. Do you know what I mean? There's plenty of people out there that... Adopt on their own, mm-hmm. and they're doing. And like, where's the mother? Where's the father? Like, so if yeah, we'll, actually, b- believe it or not, I, I can't mention a name, but I know someone who's adopting a kid on her own. And again, I think that's wrong. See, I'm I'm probably old school. I don't think so. I, I, I just think it's wrong because 
Oh, it's, how do I? I don't I think just, there's anything wrong with loving a child and being no, a child. No, there's not. There's not. It's, it's no, very know, hard for no, me I to know, explain what I'm know. Move on to the next question. The, <laughs> the difficult part about this, especially because it's audio only, is that it'll probably be taken out of context. But I can tell. I from don't you, give a flying fuck. No, I know. But say that I, again. I, <laughs> but I know you don't mean it in any ill will. I know what you're, you're trying to get something out, yeah. but I can see it on your face. You can't. Yeah. I know. I just think that. Look. I, I'm fucking probably I've probably made like a shit ton of gay jokes growing up as well and being like you know ignorant towards the whole situation but it's the older you get and the more you become like when you become a parent you, you see things differently I know how I love my daughter so I don't think any like whether it's yourself you know and a partner wanted to have a child I, I don't think there's anything wrong with giving someone that love you know what I mean? It yeah, no, like, they, they wouldn't love any less or that, and I'm not saying that. And th- this is where the, the, the big, sorry to cut across you, Jay, no, yeah, fine. the bit where, take gay Elvis. Like, I, I'm a little bit against someone adopting a kid in their own as well. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know, maybe it's because I have kids and I want the best yeah. for my kids, and I'm thinking... Don't ever take a f- like me away from my kids. Don't ever take uh, my partner away from my kids. Don't. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's where like I am bringing the feelings into it. Probably. As in, I'd never want my kids feeling any different than the way they do now. Maybe it's me being overprotective, but I just want to make clear that I am not against any of this. I'm just trying to give me opinion Hashtag on certain homophobic. things. <laughs> That's but a take look, look, like you said Jay People are going to take it out of context And I know that But I wanted to come on here mainly and say this Because I think it's unfair for me To privately say it to me But I make him feel how yeah, we Yeah well you've said it now out in the open We've yeah. all heard it, we've heard your opinion And, and we're stinks. delighted for your fucking opinion <laughs> But piss off Jason Garvey And go yeah. on to the next question Before you really frustrate me <laughs> It's out there anyway so people Thanks. know But it's, it's interesting for other people to kind of debate and and talk about as well. Right, so, um, that all stemmed from you being single. Yeah. Not having a fella, right? Right. So, what's the story? Are we on Grinder, Tinder? What's we're happening? on everything, chicken. We're right. on Grinder. <laughs> we're on a bit of Badoo, because I'm into the foreign fellas. They're always right. on the Badoo, you know what I mean? You got the, you know, inst- the, you know, the Russian men, the Polish men, who can't be gay in their country, you know? And they're not gay, um, but they are. Um, and then I'm on the grinder, which right. I can't. Disp- I just can't stand. It's not my kind of cup of tea. To be honest with you, I don't really like. Jeez, I thought that was something behind me there. <laughs> what was it? I don't know. That, that metal thing. It's like someone's skull, doesn't it? Um, I was gonna say to you. Um, yeah, I'm not really into the dating apps. Right. But um, wouldn't be short of a bit of D-I-C-K. Right. That's what I'm gonna say. Right. <laughs> wouldn't be short whether it's straight, whether it's a gay D-I-C-K. Okay. I'm getting the D-I-C-K. Right, so... So, there you said whether it's straight, whether it's gay. So, you mm-hmm. don't give a bollocks as long as it's good, goaty, long <laughs> dick. Do you know what it is? <laughs> I don't really like it long. Right. Um, just to answer your question. um, I don't particularly go out looking for a straight or a straight. gay guy. It just happens. You know, oh, yeah, I just said... Face. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but you know what? It, it, it does they come to me. Come Literally. on you as well, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is my favourite part of the show God, yeah, This my, is where the puns are going to come out Thank now, God my mum is deaf And she can't hear any of this bullshit That's so pleasant She'd love oh, to hear stop. this Right so 
Um, Your dad doesn't have Spotify, does he? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna burn this on a CD and drop it down to the gaff. You don't have any CDs. <laughs> um, where was I? Um, yeah. So, single and straight. So, wh- where are you getting them from? Are they are they coming from the dating apps? Are they coming yeah, from like, you DMs know, I'll, and I'll, Instagram? Or? Not more because they're too nervous on that. Right. Because I could expose them, but I'd never expose anyone anyway. Yeah. I'm just not into the whole nitty gritty stuff. You know what? Like, I fuck. I have huge respect for gay people for for that alone. Because they can, Jesus, they, I'm kind of contradicting myself here a little I bit. Could, I I have a little bit of juicy goss, right? Mm. It's exclusive. Right. Get that in, in the, kind of like you know and a proper exclusive thing in your little thing. Go before on the before you go any further, what the fuck is the did you hear? The what? Did you hear? Oh yeah, Jay was very displeased by the. the so Instagram before video. Alan comes down, he does a, a story on Instagram saying, "I'm gonna be on the Did you hear?" And we're gonna talk about reality TV and some more reality TV. Did I say that? And I'm like, "What the fuck is the Did you hear? The Did you hear show? It's called, yeah." That's what I said. You didn't. What did I say. You said the Did you hear? And I'm like, "Did right, you come hear?" On. Yeah. That's what I said. Did you hear show? That's what I said. Listen back on it. No, it's not. Show. Sh- Do you want me to I'm play? Like, I'm, on no, side, no. <laughs> I'm getting it up for you. I'm well, getting you it got up. Some fucking promotion, didn't you? We have to. Uh, <laughs> we have to make sure that you get it right, Alan, because you're going into this <laughs> RTE style. I'm trying to help you out here and I've improve your game. Hold on, here, here it is. Let's see. Let's let's see if we can grab this up here. Oh no! Look, me me phone doesn't want to work. Here we go. Hold on. Hi guys, just getting ready because I'm on the way to Did You Hear as we're filming oh, yeah. the podcast. Not even there, Did You Hear, just Did You Hear. But well, I find the actual name very confusing. Like, Did You, did you Hear? Why do you not call it like the How You Show or the lad? I don't know, the lad, I don't fucking know. What's the question? The question was... You just wanted to make a point first. No, you had an exclusive. Yeah, you had exclusive. an exclusive. Apologies, yeah. Many, you know, I had, what? How long are we in? I'm bollocks. I'm bollocks of talking. Um... Make sure the fee is going up because I'm not staying here for too much longer. Um, what I was going to say to you, yeah, I was on Plenty of Fish one day coming out of work. Right. And I remember get, I ordered a spice bag. I'm lying in bed and I went on Plenty of Fish and this black fella pops on and he's talking to me and I was like, this fella looks too, like... Straight? Like, no, well, he was. But <laughs> no, he, but like, Yeah, but he looked like a model, like, you know, in suited and booted and he was real, like, Jesus Christ, like, this fella's not real. It's a catfish kind of thing. So I kept writing back real snotty going, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he says to me, do you not believe me? And I was like, no. He said, let me ring you on video call. I'm plenty of fish because you can do that if you're an exclusive right. member. And I think, and he rang me and I was like, Jesus, you are real. And he says to me, I'm staying in the Green Isle Hotel. He said, you should pop up to me. So I said, ran, ran into the shower, washed me the JJ, up, ready to go, to make sure everything was clean. Everybody in the gaff knew it was going for me, D-I-C-K. Do you have one of these little rubber balls just show up your asshole? Oh. My brother always leaves these in the bathroom. <laughs> well, that's a douche. Yeah, a douche. Have you yeah. got one of them? Of course, chicken. Yeah. So that means you're. you're I didn't do that that day because I wasn't going over here to have hanky panky. I was just going over here to give him a bit of blowy. Oh, right. You're making me open up too much on this okay. now. You want to get a dig when I get No, out here. look, this is what it's all um, about, me favorite So, part. next of all, I went up to the hotel and I noticed when I got out of the car that the security guard, like his security guard, and he came over and he me, Are you Alan, American? Are you Alan? I said, I am, yeah. And he says to me, Follow me. I was like, I'm going to here to meet a random guy. And I was like, what's going on here? So the guy was in the lift with a hoodie up and baggy, baggy tracksuit bottoms. Tiny little thing. And I went into the room and he's muscled and he's got tattoos. He actually had a tattoo on his chest saying Saoirse. 
And I was like, oh my God, this is weird. So we done what we had to do. And he, I asked him, what did he work what at? What was that? Never mind. And I asked him, <laughs> what did you work? What did you work? I feel like an escort now. And then he said, what do you work as? I asked him. He said, I'm a builder. I'm over here doing construction work. And I was like, that's weird. Like, there's no way yeah. like, you could be, you know, he's t- he was just too, yeah. just too good looking to be just a builder. Yeah. There was something to it. So I left it at that. I went home and I was telling my friend, Alison, who lives in Leeds now at the moment. And she's so good. She's like the FBI. And she looked him up and I don't know what happened, but she done something. She says, Alan, the guy you went off with isn't any Joe Soap. I said, who is he? And she goes, he's an MMA fighter from America. No called fucking way. Co- I can't give his name because I wouldn't do that. You can tell us that. Oh, no, we do, we, oh, right, right, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. We swore in secrecy. I know a lot of Bellator fighters stay in the Green Hill Hotel. So. There you go. So his story is legit. I have the DMs in my phone, so it's definitely... Any dick pics? No. no. Yeah. I'm wondering I'm if you're fucking fuck, yeah. gay now. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think he could be a little bit curious. He's probably the one that's going on to Grinder with a you know, discreet profile to pop into I'm my I'm just DMs. an open book. That's all. No wonder you haven't been with a woman in a year yeah. now. You're more than fucking open. Um, let me tell you this. But um, yeah, he was, and I just texted him. I said to him, I didn't even know you were blah, blah, blah. But he just said to me, just keep it between us and then back in Dublin, we'll go out. But he hasn't been back since because I think because of COVID. But that's my... Claim to fame, I suppose. And now he's verified on Instagram and he does some movies now in America. Like he does some like kind of sitcoms and he's got his own like collaboration with other gyms, like other fitness drinks and stuff like that. So, mad. And is this something you could genuinely see yourself progressing in? Like, what? Like in a relationship with him? Not at all. No. It's just a hanky panky fling. Right. He's just curious. T- so why why would you just have a hanky panky playing and not be willing to go for that? Just out of curiosity. But he doesn't want that. See, a lot of these straight men. Yeah, but what do you want? What you mean with him? Oh, what do, like you like? Is that all you wanted as well? You no, just wanted. Well, little... I didn't know anything about him. Mm. It was just a last minute thing. Well, mm. you were just. I suppose like. I, you knew we, I knew where I was going. You yeah, knew you were yeah, meeting yeah. somebody for just for like blah blah blah. Like right. it's like you know, but yeah. it was just the fact that he was somebody and him tell like he contacted me to go up to him and blah blah blah. And it's just mad that you look back and say, Jesus, like you, you look at my like I said I'm on he's on Netflix in the movie and everything and I was just like, That's mad. Right. Like I was with him in the Green Isle Hotel. I'm gonna type like, in every black man that has a tattoo <laughs> serious shit on his chest. I'll show you. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, he'll tell us. I'll show you, yeah. but I just wouldn't do it. Because I, I, I'm just not into the you know I could if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, but, why, that, that, but that's why what you're saying. I, I why appreciate would, the why loyalty. Why would I do that? Yeah. And ruin someone's life and career just because it's something stupid. Like, we're all mm. fucking young. We all make mistakes, you know what I mean? Do you know when it's like... Right, what's the best way of putting this question now? So, obviously, you've been on like with a couple of straight men. So, mm. do you know if a straight man has that, like, kind of, that thing in him where he might turn? Do you know what I mean? Can, can you see that For in me, a straight I've man? I've been with freaky fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> freaky people that are straight and have boards and girlfriends and that, that like that for me is not something to be proud of it has happened now, I have to say I, I don't any try and get involved anymore now because it's like I'm not I don't want to be used and I don't want to be someone's fetish or someone's fantasy I don't want to be any of that mm-hmm. so I take all that now to the side and say no 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 I'm not meeting up anyone anymore I'm not doing it I'm just not into it it's not fair on me but then again it's not also it's not only my job to jump into someone's car and say are you straight 
If you got a girlfriend, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you got kids, that's not my job to do. That's yeah. his job. If you're he asked to, to go loyal. in, it's, it's like a bloke. Like if we're asked to go yeah. in with a, a board, we don't fucking say you've got a fella. Yeah, well, that's 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 we just but then if you, but if you think back of it though, but because you imagine though, I done that and it got out, and there'd be more at my mum mm. and dad's door. Like I'd yeah. be to blame for that because yeah. I was the one that converted him. Or but there's obviously times that you knew that people were in relationships. Of course, like fellas have texted me and said like I've got a board, I'm happy to scree, and you're just like. Jesus, but then now, because of my platform, I've you know I don't want to get involved in yeah. that. And it's not my fault, but I don't get involved now because screenshot gets involved now, and yeah. there's a lot of that being catfish, and they just want to you know just out you about it. Mm. And I'm not, and I'm not, and you know that yourself. You probably brother probably told us a few times. It's very common in the gay scene that straight guys do usals and try and linger into our into our grinders to go out for a sneaky peeky blah 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 my brother just always says that the gay scene in dublin is very small everyone knows everyone you know what everyone's up to and yeah it is like my, my brother geez like I, I don't know if i can share too much information but he, he's finding it hard for getting a relationship he was with a guy and things didn't really work out and like he's at the stage i think that you're at now as well mm-hmm. where he wants to find someone so yeah. maybe i can send you his number or something <laughs> oh, I'm only joking. That's okay, but I I'm kind of into. But the, Alan, the, I do have a preference, and like I don't know, it's like it's mad for me. I I kind of like I actually do kind of like dark guys. Yeah, that was always my preference. I always like kind of like mixed race lads to dark lads to you know Hispanic to Spanish to Italian. I I was always very odd. I never really kind of settled with my own kind of habitat. Yeah, that what we're looking for. Yeah, no, what you're saying. Yeah. So I was always very open to it, but um. The straight, the straight scenario and stuff like that, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it doesn't make you feel good. It actually makes you feel down sometimes. So you're, you're with someone who's just using you for just. That, that's their what pleasure. I was gonna say. Mentally, yeah. that must be a bit tough on you, like because yeah. as much as you're probably using them as well half the time, mm-hmm. like if you did, like let's face it, if you have sexual intercourse with someone a couple of times, feelings start to grow. Yeah, and but like these straight guys are more experienced than, uh, more experienced than me. Mm. Like they be wanting you to put it in them. Yeah, they're going home to their boards. Where would you get it? Only in fucking Ireland. Do you know Some what people I mean? are into it. Like you'd be surprised by seeing. That's like, what I'm saying. Like not, everything is different yeah, now. Straight lads, fingers up the bum. And everything, everything is so different now yeah. in this world. And for me, I'd be still taken back by it. I'd be like, Jesus Christ, yeah. this person's too OT for me. They know too much. Yeah. But that's the way it's gone. But I'm at a stage now where I want. I don't want to be talking to yeah. these discreet guys or the straight guys that are with boards and girlfriends. I'm not into. It. I really am. But into it, it must be hard when you find someone that you're really attracted to. And they're fucking looking for something, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it it can be. But it's, like, especially when you're struggling to find someone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. then like if you haven't got it in a while or whatever and you are like, This fella's unbelievable and no one will know. Yeah, you know? but see the thing is, cause again, I'm out there and I'm doing this and I've got a platform, it is harder for me. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I'm a public figure and people know that I do all this and they don't really want to be with someone who's out there too mm. much. And I understand that. Yeah. But my time will come. 100%. My time will come. It will, 100%. Literally. Right, Alan, I'll just get really quick into the yeah. whole TV thing because I, I know we touched on a bit too much on all the other stuff. And we wanted to get you mainly to find out about all your TV experience, all the fun stuff, I suppose. So we start off with the latest, Eating with the Enemies. Yeah. What was that like? Brilliant. Great crack. Really, really good fun. Very scary, but great crack. You know, it was really good. I, I really enjoyed it. You yeah. know, I didn't know what I was going to get myself into. Um, but you know, I really enjoyed that show. It was one of the shows that gave me that extra boost 
from my profile, I think, you know. I yeah, no, definitely, because there was, was a few people talking about it. Yeah, I was on every advert. Yeah. You know, and then I was, you know, in the newspapers, and then I got a few press calls, and it was good. It was actually one of the best shows I've probably done in all my career. And I'm sure you've learned something from it as well. Yeah, like, you know, I did. Like, you know, everyone is totally different, do you know what I mean? And we yeah. all have opinions, but we have to understand and respect other people's views. And, and like the way I accept yours for your view on two gay couples and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not the type of person because I'm gay, is, I'm going to turn around and say, well, you're totally wrong and you're homophobic. But that's your opinion. And I respect that. In the same way, the girl that I was with, Jess, I respect that. Yeah. You know, she wants to be open in an open relationship. Th- that's that what I me, was going to say next. So, d- d- like, I personally didn't think that that was a good enemy for you. Well, see, like, I, I still think to this day that, I, as I said to you, I feel as if I was just last minute on that show. Yeah. I particularly, they 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 reached out to me to go on the show and there was different things they interviewed me for. So they screencast you before you go on. Yeah. Like, you know, about racism, about everything. And I was getting more into that. And then they rang me randomly one day and said, what's your views on polyamorous? And I had to ask her on the phone, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And she said, open relationships and I was always the type of person that was never into that yeah. it's very common in the gay scene yeah. and I just kept saying no not into it and I knew straight away a trigger happened I was like she wants mm. me on this show and then with an hour later the casting producer rang and said there's going to be a car to pick up in the morning blah 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 and I was like what do you mean she goes you're on the show but then again you get to the show and you don't know if, if it's going to air because they want to make sure it's good exactly, content yeah. Yeah. so I actually left saying I didn't really make an enemy with her, so I couldn't really talk yeah. about it. Yeah. So when I left, that's what that's what I was thinking when I watched that. I was like, like they, I thought you was going on pretty well. To we be did, honest. But and you did take a little bit from each other. Like definitely, you know? like I say, I pissed her off half of the time because, yeah. you know, I was very much so like saying, you know, don't wear this around me, and that, like and that is quite like I'd be honest, a bit too OTT to say to somebody, like you know. Yeah. But then again, it's reality TV. Especially when you come in wearing them DR runners. <laughs> for, well, for those I'm who haven't seen joking. it though, sorry, but for those who haven't seen it, explain the dynamic of the show. So, so it's like they pair two people who have total opposite opinions and they want to see a debate on the show. And is they this just sit down over a meal? Yeah, it's just like over yeah. a meal, you have a few drinks, you have a meal and then we've got an iPad in front of us and these questions come up. Now it's not like action, one, two, three, take that again. It's actually, they record for an hour oh, right. and you just give them an hour worth of debates yeah, and yeah. as I said to you sitting down there I was like they ain't gonna fucking show this this was absolutely and yeah. I actually walked off to the producer that was crap and he goes what yeah. do you mean I was like we didn't even have a fight because your whole so idea is you're I thought it was it. really good though we actually ended up watching the whole series over yeah. you so or to get a little bit of Why and it wasn't RT it was Virgin Media oh apologies <laughs> Virgin Media so you, you said that like you didn't think they were going to be used in terms of like you didn't really kind of clash. Yeah. Why did you think you were used then? Do you think you done well enough to... Do you know what? I think the reason why I was used is because I've got very strong facial expressions. So if <laughs> I don't like something, I say something, I'm going to make that face. And I'm very witty. Mm-hmm. And I have one good one-liners and I'm very random. And I say things yeah, that... You're entertaining. I'm, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. And I, yeah. have to, I have to just say that about myself because I am. Mm. Like, if you're looking for a reality TV personality, look no further. I'm here. I'm right in your front of your eyes. I give you TV. I always say to people, and I always have this persona with the directors, and they probably tell me to fuck off half the time. I'd be like, without me, there'd be no show. Yeah. And I'd say it to them, but you have to come across like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not in a cocky way. It's just letting them know it's that. confident way. You're letting them know that mm. without me, like, RT were the pain in the arse, God forgive me, doing the pull with the parents. Mm-hmm. Like, they had me working like a horse film and that to show a 20 minute episode that no one really kind of got to see. And it's still on the RTE player because they're probably still desperate to get views on it. And they worked me like a horse in that show. And there was times I had to turn around to producers and say, that's enough. Yeah, Get mm-hmm. that camera in my face. 
and get out of my house. I don't want to hear from you. And they just were consistent of getting footage and footage and footage. It was the hardest show ever. For what? Absolutely nothing. There was no press. Nobody called at my no front promotion. door. No one called me for an interview. But eating with the enemy was a total kettle of fish. Now, maybe because... Was the food nice, actually? Eating with the enemy? Yeah. Yeah, it was like kind of more canopy, so I don't really know what I ordered. I think I ordered like duck spring rolls for starters. Right, so and you get the chills and all yourself. Yeah, so when you get there, they do a COVID test, you know, like right, making yeah. sure your temperature is yeah. not blah, blah, blah. I actually forgot it was during COVID. Yeah, it was during COVID time, and there is all this social distance, and they are very, like, you know, on the body, they mm. have to be. And then because the hotel and restaurant was closed down, we were able to fill them in there because there was no passers coming by, so we were fine. And then you choose your meal, and then you're hidden away. And it's like, it's not easy doing reality TV. Everyone thinks you just go in and just give 20 minutes entertainment. You're there for hours. I was there yeah, from 9 o'clock in the morning until 8 o'clock at night. You go in, you to film your entrance. Me walking down my Louis Vuitton bag, that took like about three hours to film that. Really? And you're exhausted. Like I kept saying, pass the fucking water. I'm dehydrated like a working <laughs> horse here. And then after that, you to go into a green room. Then you had to go and get medically tested. She mm. drained the life out of me, Mally Kind. I love her so much. She's a therapist on the show. They they make, they make they double check to make sure you're mentally fit for the show. That already alone drained me. Mm. So I opened up so much to her that I never normally do. Yeah. And then she walked away thinking, I was thinking, I'm not going on the show. She fucking thinks I'm a looper. Mm-hmm. But then she kept saying, to, to reassure you, you will be going on the show. Yeah. But I just had to medically test you to make sure you were actually fit and you're actually capable. Because this show was a, a show that either would make you or break you. Mm-hmm. You could walk off this show and lose absolutely what you worked for. Because you can come across as an aggravant racist, homophobe, or whatever. Mm-hmm. 100%. So they yeah, want to make sure that you know what you're getting yourself in for. It's like going to Big Brother. And it was that kind of scenario because no one, you were hidden away. Yeah. So when my enemy was going in to film her green tape as in hi I'm Jess and blah 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 you're not allowed to move out of your room you're you're locked in the room until she's gone and you're hidden away so it was all taken very seriously but that mm. whole day itself took the life out of me but treated very well yeah we were looked after with drinks and food and sent home in a lovely taxi and lovely email after the show saying like you know thanks for participating did you get paid for it I never discussed that kind of stuff okay and that's re- fair enough yeah and the reason why I don't is because that's the question I always get asked, and it's one of me, me pet hates. And the reason why it's one of me pet hates, like, it's very like personal to ask someone, like, and yeah, it's well, not. Yeah, well, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't ask me well, how much I get paid. Yeah. I'm not asking you how much you pay your rent here or yeah. what you pay your guests. And people say to me, "How much you get paid for that Spotify or that that podcast?" Like, it's none of your damn business. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to make a living for myself, and I. You want me to tell you how much I'm earning? Whether you made a tenner or a grand, exactly. it doesn't matter. We were looked. All I say is, we were looked after. You yeah. know, sometimes on these reality TV shows, you don't get paid for them, but some of them you do. Yeah. And then some of them you get like this kind of like, um, it's like a fee you get. It's kind of, contri- I can't say the word, contributor's fee. Yeah, got it right. Contributor's fee. Yeah. yeah. They give you that kind of fee to start to make sure, you, you know, your, your income and you're able to afford to buy a drink or a bottle of water. You get that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But we're living in Ireland, chicken. Yeah. If we're living in the UK, it's a totally That's different, a different ball game. Different ball game. Th- th- that was actually a question that came in off the Instagram. Sorry. Right. You know, paid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. p- people want to know. So I have to ask you what the people want That's to hear. That's all right. I mean? Would you ever think about moving abroad? Absolutely. To do TV? Yeah. And it won't be the UK. I find like the UK has enough Alan McGarry's over there. I'm no different to them over there. I was going to say that. So I who's an Alan McGarry over there? Going Alan, on? I think I think Ryland you should Clark, stay here. Yeah. A bit of Alan Carr. You yeah. know, they're the ones that I would look up to and I think they're really funny. Didn't I say that to you? Because I yeah. wanted to ask, but I didn't like... It would be tell like, him, tell him exactly what we said because it's a genuine conversation we're having here. So, so I think like, it's fair. You know, basically, I wanted to ask, like, because obviously you want to be a TV presenter, so I mm. wanted to ask who you kind of looked at to kind of model off. And 
the ones that kind of came to mind for me was Graham Norton, Alan Carr, but they're gay. Yeah. So, like, should it be highlighted? It's like, no, no. My, 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 my argument with him was, why are you only saying gay presenters? Yeah. Why but aren't see, you comparing them to they're, someone else? Yeah, because they're like gay icons to us, so we yeah. look up to them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like the Beyonce, like Rihanna is looking up to Beyonce. Yeah, yeah Beyonce yeah. looking up to Whitney Houston. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not because just American, because they're black American. So just, I understand where you're coming from. So yeah. I wouldn't be offended by that. Yeah, but course. for me, yeah, they are the ones I look up to. More so Ryland Clark, because he started off on reality TV. He got yeah. a bad rap initially did, as and well. I, and I have to say, and I, in the last podcast I spoke about this, I was actually quite mean about him. Like, I used to talk bad about him on Twitter and stuff like that. That's because I was just so naive in myself and mm-hmm. so jealous of what he got. Mm-hmm. And I wanted his success that he got. Yeah. He was X Factor initially, wasn't yeah, he? And yeah, and right. remember he was crying, like, because he got true to the round, but he was a yeah, terrible was singer. X-Factor, yeah. yeah. And then he went on to present Big Brother. Mm-hmm. and He was in Big Brother as well, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he went in and went to present it. And then he went on to, like, present the extra factor. Oh, he's he had a great career. Yeah. He's doing. He's still doing, mate. He's doing adverts yeah. and stuff now. He's for doing supermarkets. Yeah, he's <laughs> doing well for himself, and yeah. you have to give credit where credit is due. But if I'm gonna move anywhere, something is telling me America, mm-hmm. and that's just land of opportunity. I just think for me personally, being you know, we have an advantage here, us three, because we're Irish and they love an Irish yeah, accent. Yeah. And I just think that I could give them good TV, and I'm mm-hmm. very different, and I could teach them a thing or two with the way we live our life and the way we say things. And we don't, you don't have anyone in reality TV in, in America that has that real Dublin accent yet. True, mm. do you know? And I think. Something is just telling me. But do you think there's a reason for that? Alan Maybe McCary there hasn't arrived yet. Yeah, <laughs> mm, that's well, what it, it is. Could be fair, but I I think you're kind of like I could be way off here, but you're nearly. Saying that, like, m- maybe Ireland's not looking like a great, like, it's no, I possible think, now. I think I have an opportunity here. Mm. But again, like, you know, I have to wait until the rest of them on Virgin Media and RTE retire. Well, be a long like, who, whose position, like, w- without being offensive, like, this is more of kind of complimenting someone's role, maybe. But w- what role would, would Alan love? I couldn't see myself, like, like kn- you, I used to love Expose. Right. When that was on. Right. The Glenda Gilson, yeah, the Karen Costers, and that's all gone now. Mm. So I'd love to do something like that. Right. So, like, Ireland AM, I'd probably love to do something like that where I'm on top of the celebrity news or the pop culture. Could and see you that. I'd mm. love to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the Elaine show, come on, the panellists, and talk about, you know, again, pop culture, what's going on in the media. These are the kind of things I'd love to start off with. I don't see myself taking someone's job in Virgin Media or RT because it's not really something I want to do. I would just love to be like one of those kind of contributors that come on once a week or every Friday right, I know and talk mean, about yeah. the goss in mm. the yeah. magazines to speak about Katie and Prince Harry or whatever. You know, all that. Katie, or no, what's her name? Katie? Katie, God bless her. No interest in them. But that's something I'd love to do. Right. And I that, just think... Is that the man? Like, what... what I know that's not the man. No, What's it's the man? Like, obviously you wouldn't want to do I'd the Late Late Show, I'm assuming. No, it's too boring. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, <laughs> there has to be a show. Like, first day... Uh, uh, what was the one that fucking... All the buzzers and all? Take you me out. Be, Take me you out. That was fucking perfect brilliant. for the show like that. Yeah. I... I, I I'm You've not done an Irish th- one as well, didn't you? Yeah, I'm yeah not that's s- what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm bored of doing reality TV, but it comes to a stage in your life where you're just a bit like, oh, another one? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I just love to do something. I love to host probably Big Brother. That's gone now again. There's a lot of things that, like, I didn't say this to anyone, but I was auditioning for The Circle there. I never watched The Circle in all my life. Yeah. And I have a friend who works for Channel 4, and she kept saying to me, 
Alan, I'm telling you now, apply for this. Like, you will definitely fucking do well on it. And you'll definitely will give up your life in Ireland and you'll move to the UK. And I was like, grand, I'll do it. And I was so close to doing the application. It's gone. They've closed. They they've cancelled the whole. Have they? Yeah, it was all over the papers. They've done a season two, though, didn't they? Yeah. Because you won from the other Netflix show where they were all fucking were deducted points from banging each other and all. Oh, I she got I, on the circle. <laughs> Um, I can't remember the name of the show. Well, I've never watched it. Right. But I think it was good for me because I told them my audition tape that I never watched it. I don't know what I'm going to say. And they loved it. Yeah. And they were ringing me for auditions and doing Skype interviews. And then out of nowhere, my brother sent me a screenshot saying, I just want to let you know, uh, the circuit's actually cancelled. Mm. I was like, that's very strange because I haven't heard from them in ages because yeah. the last time I spoke to them was like, we'll be in touch about organising flights over for an audition with our producers and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, great, delighted. And then it's, it's gone. I haven't heard from them since. So it was, right. it's a sign. And then, you know, Catfish were in touch with me there a couple of weeks ago as well. Um, MTV Catfish, but, you know, am I talking to anyone that I potentially could get on a show? It, it's just opportunities do come to me, but mm. it has to be the right one. Yeah. And again, eating with the enemy, I was kind of on the fence with that when they wanted me to come on and film on that Sunday. I was like, oh, God, this is probably not the right decision. But I just went with the flow. Well, see all them shows, right? What, like... Are they, they're more filler shows, aren't they, feel like? Yeah. I'd they're love like, to be on a show that's full-time yeah, reality TV. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. Like, these are yeah. just all filler shows that yeah. are, are getting you on. But, it, like, obviously, this is giving you a platform and it's giving you the insight to how yeah. shit works. So, like, how do you go about becoming, like, let's say Expose was still going. Like, how like, do you come about going on the show like I that? I suppose, you Is know, it just... Like sometimes I do believe sometimes you have to be in the right place at the right time. Right. I do know the right people that, as well. the right people, of mm. course. Like I've done courses in presenting, yeah, and I've got show reels. Yeah, like I've seen your YouTube channel. Do you know what I mean? It's not really. It's not. It's actually a private. I don't know why it's public. It's actually just a private one for me to send that link to right. producer. So mm. maybe I have a public, but it's actually something I just copy and paste send to producer. They have full access to my show reel on my YouTube because my tutor told me you can just do it that way. It's yeah. easier, so they can have a little look. So, you know. Again, that kind of showreel isn't probably showing the real me as well. Yeah. Because it was a certain things that I had to do, like read the news. And I don't want to read the that. news. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but that's the part of the course. You need to be adaptable. You need to be flexible and yeah. transparent. Yeah. And that's not me. But I had to do it for the course. The one I liked in it was my gizmo where I was selling the little speaker. I was trying to tell people like, you know, oh, this speaker is amazing. I don't know. I just love to, love to get a chance even to, I don't want anything too big. So mm. I'd like to get my foot in the door and do one little slot whether that's just popping on mm. Ireland AM or, you know, Morhart and Dotty and doing like a little bit of a, a chat about mm. the best fake tan range. I think they've used it enough for you to give you an opportunity somewhere. On some show, even if it's 15 minutes, so that 15 minutes will basically show them, in my opinion, mm. if he's capable for it or not. Are you capable of like looking after your own segment in a show? Because I... I'd, Honestly, Alan, I genuinely think you are good and I think you would be suited for, like I said, an expose or something like that. Like, yeah. I could see you doing something like that. It's, it's, and it's very kind for you to say that, but, like, it's mad. Like, the the, the, the producer of Ireland AM follows me on Instagram. You know, these little mm. small things. I'm like, what's she following me for? Mm. Yeah. And my friend's like, because she's obviously watching. Mm. But I'm like, but what do I show her? Yeah. Because I don't know what to be shown. It's but just be yourself. Yeah, you're, you're, it's the only thing you what can do. What I would recommend, yeah, Alan, is do, keep doing what you're doing. So the lights of um, the lights of the stuff you you were doing in the civic centres and opening new stores and shopping centres. You know yeah. all the little stupid stuff. Yeah. But what I'd highly recommend that, and doing, all those stupid stuff that pays my bills. Yeah. 
No, get but that oh, in there as oh, well. oh, I'm not. I'm not knocking. I know. I know. I'm not <laughs> knocking that at all. But I just want to make sure I put that in. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because they won't tire me again because you said the word. For me, it's not shoot because it pays my best. I want to get that in. Wrong, Morden. Okay. But what I would Let recommend you do is get someone there every time you're doing something like that and recording you. Yeah, like I have built a very good rapport with the ILAC Shopping Centre. Yeah, I was in there. They they booked me to host their fashion show, which was mm. brilliant. And I know. I'll get back in that door again because I'm in talks with them and they're big fans of me and they love my following and they love what I brought to the ILAC Shop Centre that day. Mm. But then as I said, COVID came, ruined absolutely everything for everyone, not just me. And I know when life gets back to normal, I'll get a gig or two out of there because I've built that rapport with the area manager and she does love me and we do talk and she always says to me, don't worry, when life starts to get a little bit normal, I'll get you back in, whether it's to cut a ribbon of a cafe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I have to do these things to 100%. get my name out there. Like, and, you know, again, it, they're the things that would pay my bill. So to answer the question from the last person, yeah. those stuff, I'll be honest, I do get paid for them. Yeah. I'm not going to go to the ILAC or go mm-hmm. to the Jervis and host a show for free. Yeah. It's not worth course, my while. Yeah, yeah. So I get paid for those things. But I don't like talking about the reality stuff because it's like, you're just paid to say that. You're just paid to do that. And it's yeah. like, well, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm paid to make an appearance and just be me sometimes. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. All I can do is just keep putting my name out there and get a gig. Anyone for a gig? <laughs> Ring me. <laughs> would you um? Would you ever consider going to YouTube, bro? No. I'm not good with technology around. Like, see all this equipment you're having fucking here. It's, in in mm. what sense, though, Jay? Um, just in, in terms of having his own YouTube platform, it doesn't necessarily need to be a podcast, although if you wanted to do a podcast, you could, and you know, you have probably have a different line of guests on that, say, we would have on. You know I what I mean? Or, a, I've done a YouTube show before. You can Google it. It's there somewhere. It's called In Bed With Alan. And I was doing this kind of segment like Joan Rivers where you pop into bed with a celebrity and you, you chat. And I had loads lined up. Yeah. I, I had loads lined up. And I'd love to do something like that, mm. but I don't think I could be a YouTuber. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? I just, it's, I think, uh, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't even know any YouTubers because I'm not into it, and I just don't think my following. In fact, I don't think or like, I don't know. Like it takes you a lot, a lot to do shit by yourself in Ireland. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I feel. I think because you're on the TV route already. I notice, yeah, sorry. I notice people who get on first, then come back to YouTube. Rather than going from YouTube to get on, do you get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I notice yeah. it's coming backwards now. Yeah, people are looking at YouTube as a way to make money, but after they've already made it, that's because an name. that's because YouTube pays a lot more money than fucking RT and Virgin Media. Yeah. However, y- you need to go on RT and Virgin Media to to gather the momentum yeah. and the following to be able to do your own thing. Then, well, yeah. and I think that's this why, is why I was asking. Yeah. you know what I mean, because because you have that following, you know what I mean. And obviously, if you want to kick on and keep doing doing more on TV to help your following grow even further, the YouTube route would be a good alternative where you can collect a steady steady paycheck, yeah. like a wage. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't think I'd be able to provide something that no one has done. Yeah. That's that's the truth, and I right. don't think I'd even have the energy for it. Mm. Yeah. I'm just happy doing what I'm doing now. I'm going with the flow. Mm. I, you know, I'm living my moment as much as I can, mm. and you know, opportunities come to me unexpectedly because. I didn't know I was going to be on TV this year alone after yeah. coronavirus, you know what I mean? It's it's like people setting up their own business, I suppose, right? Some people like setting their own business, looking after mm. the tax and everything else, yeah. whereas I'm the type of person that after doing that, I know, right, I want to walk into a job, 
collect the payslip, know what I need to do and get out. I'm assuming yeah. that's what you want to do. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's probably... People are just fucking different. And being honest, I think, obviously, judging by what I've seen and having a couple of conversations with you, whether it's over on Instagram or whatever, that I think that's the best route for you. And I think as long as you keep on fucking doing what you're doing, yeah. I think it should, hopefully... Because like, I am rooting for you, Alan. I hope that it's only a matter of time. And I think things like this will help you as well. Yeah. You know, the way you present yourself in here, and like what you said, we're carrying yourself better when it comes to men and things being leaked. Yeah. Obviously, if you're taking it serious, you need to 100%. obviously watch all that shit. And you're aware of that. I'm so that alone. Aware of it now. That alone. I've like, made says so many mistakes now. I've been a naughty, naughty, naughty yeah. boy. But mm. look, it's. And all you straight men at home. Do not slide my DMs and women <laughs> and girls do not be threatened. I won't rob your man. It's right. not lovely. I suppose we'll finish with five or six quick fire Great, questions. Great, because I'm from... bursting to go to Thailand. I'm dying to order a Chinese tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm dying for the Chinese oh, myself. Um, <laughs> brought extra cash. Right, so w- w- what's next for Alan? What have you got going on next? Is there anything in the pipeline? Or yeah. There right. is, like when I was on the last show there, I was approached Guan Goggle Box. Right. So a lot of producers got in touch with me for that casting producer, may I should say, re- researchers. Again, I'd love to do something like that because, again, I'm opinionated and I'd sit there and have yeah. a laugh. So I don't know about that. Tea. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that at the moment because that's all up in the air. But I've been approached, everyone was, when I was on Twitter that night, everyone was like, Alan for Goggle Box. That was good for me. So I know definitely, I believe in putting things out to the universe. I will be back on TV again. 100%. Because I know. I'm being watched because I do see who looks at my stories. I'm very into my insights and I see yeah, who's yeah, looking. Yeah. And I know yeah. people are like, you even see people pop onto your stories. I don't even follow you, and they've got a big following. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's people not rooting for you. It's people who are threatened by you as well because they're 100%. like, he's next in line. And I know I'm yeah, next in line. I'm, exactly. And I'm just waiting for someone to bump out of that line so I get my shot. But that's how it works. So yeah. definitely bigger things are happening for me, and I definitely will be back on your TV very soon. Where that is, I don't know what it will be, but I know it will be. Mm. Is there anything we can do to help Alan boost his career? And, I mean, I'll jump in real quick and say, just fucking share everything he's doing. Mm. Like, is there anything else that, that you can do? That's a question that was asked. Yeah. Very random question. Yeah, well, so some people it. are real for What you. do they say? What can we do to help boost his career? I don't know. I suppose it will be just like... Yeah, I suppose... Yeah, share. share my page and word them out. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I, you know, again, like you know, you have your days where you're doing so well on Instagram, and then mm. you have your days where you're not so popular. And I think it's because you're just quiet and it's gonna. You know, it's it's mad because you just have to keep being active and just being out there. The more you're out there, the more people kind of recognize, remember you. But when you, oh, I never be forgotten. That's my problem. Yeah, like till to this till this day, people are still recognizing me from old shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like, I'll in, never. In fairness. <laughs> I'm guilty of it as well. I said you were on Just Eat as well. Even just though you were Oh, not just... He's thinking of this Chinese. Chinese yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Jason. We're only fucking done. Uh, what, what the first date? I thought yeah. you were on first dates as well. Like, I was on... Did somebody say just eat? <laughs> uh, I was on Blind Date. Yeah, that's Everyone gets was. mixed up yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I was never on fucking first date. <laughs> um, just I, If you could give yourself <laughs> any... What advice would you give your younger self, basically? Don't be hard on yourself. Well, so you would have been hard on Very yourself. Very much so. And, you know, live in the moment. Don't have any... Don't hold any grudges and just be very mindful on what you do in your past because it does all creep back up on you. Again, mention about me going off with straight guys and maybe sending a naked selfie and 
you know, having that guy on Twitter say like, oh, I don't trust him or, you know, these are things that you know that you've done something that pissed someone off before in the past, whether it's sending someone a naked picture by a mistake, which I think yeah. I probably have done to mm. that guy because that's why yeah. he said that. Like, uh, he sent something to me that without, without my consent. I felt like saying to that guy, just message me and say, by the way, I saw your ass. I didn't need to see that. Thanks. Yeah. End of story. But to phys- physically go on Twitter and say that. Yeah. To make publicly my, do it. Yeah, yeah. And even the night I'm on a high on Twitter where I'm doing so well, he brought yeah. me down. I actually felt really bad that night because I had very bad anxiety. And I was like, what did I do? My friend was like, if you've done something like that, who doesn't do that? Yeah. It's only because you're a public figure now. People seem to think that you cannot do that because. Only human. Exactly. I'm only human. So yeah. I, I've made mistakes. So I would say to myself to be careful. Be mindful of what you're doing and just, you know, keep yourself sane and mm. just don't do something stupid and just think positive and look after your career. Yeah, and I think that's really good advice because yeah. I think with all of us here now, we're getting, we're talking on, you know, we're getting that bit older. Mm. I mean, I know when I listen to fucking advice from people, I never fucking listen to art like yeah. that, but it's so fucking now vital it's and so important. important. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really understand back when you're younger. But social media has taken over now. Yeah, and you can it's just a different that ball one game. picture up and it's like, I know revenge porn is, you know, not allowed anymore. Yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah. Just in case there was something leaked. I just still have that paranoia that, you know, you're, you're always double checking that, you know, nothing is just, you just don't know. And people make up lies and accusations as well. And you don't yeah. want to be in that circus. I don't want to ever be involved in that. And I always, be, I'm always thinking of, just be careful in what I say and what I do. Mm. That's all. It's See, true because that rumour or that lie is essentially true until proven otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I don't want to be going in a position to be explaining myself to anybody. We you, get fucking, you get a WhatsApp yeah. message saying like the whole COVID thing, oh, the army are coming out and everyone believes that and it's sent fucking everywhere know, and yeah. everyone believes this one fella who probably made up his shit. Yeah. His cousin's story. uncle's niece's nephew's yeah. brother yeah. is in the Do you know army. what I mean? But I think it's our job, Alan, so fair play to you for saying that. I think it's our job because we are the pioneers of social media yeah. generation we grew up with it we were there for the start we're there yeah. now in the middle we see what's going on yeah. so we think we have a huge responsibility to monitor kind of our and actions I, and so on yeah, yeah. And, and what advice to give to the younger generations because they're just grown up with it straight out of the bat they yeah. didn't know what it was before that mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah. so fair play to you for saying that I totally agree with that as well um, what's one thing you wish you would have known at the start of your career hmm how, I suppose, how much paranoia it can give you. Mm. You know, as much as I, you know, come across confident. Yeah. There are days, like, you know, you're walking around and you see people staring at you, but it's not always for the right reasons yeah, as well. Yeah, like, 100%. and as you said, like, even though I come on TV, not only people like, they're laughing at you as well in a way. And I understand yeah. that. And that's yeah. part of the job. I suppose just, I would have loved to know what it would feel like mm. to put it. Like, I'm not saying I'm the, I'm Gemma fucking Collins, like, you know, but we live in Dublin. It's tiny. Yeah, no, and, 100%. You know, it's like. Stop trying to fucking discredit what you've done, Alan. I think, yeah. stop trying to back it up that it's not bigger than what it is. Owen, where you are. Yeah. And how. I think it's just me, just, I don't, I never want to feel as if I'm better than anybody. Or I, yeah. I classify myself as. Well, I am a public figure, and yeah. I am, you know, a, you know, person that's but in the you limelight. Are. But I am. Yeah. But I don't really like saying. I, I know it you much. don't like saying it because it comes across as cocky and that's, or whatever. And I yeah. and I know some people don't believe that. Yeah. They think that I love it, and yeah. like I have a normal job. You yeah. know, I work in a salon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, I I, I live a normal normal life, mm. and I just don't think people realise that. You know, that I'm not always going to be giving them a full on hundred percent ten show of Alan McGarry. There's yeah. times I'm just normal. You're just Alan McGarry. Just Alan McGarry, yeah. and I just want to feel that. You're way You're not sometimes. Alan Love McGarry, is it? 
it? No, it's Alan McGarry Love, by the oh, way, okay? Hell, um, <laughs> but that's just that's just something that I would love to know myself, that you, you, what it's like to put yourself in that kind of yeah. spotlight. Because yeah. you do get your five minutes of fame, and it can be very overwhelming at mm. times. And to not everyone knows, obviously, who you are all the time. That's fine. But those who do... They just seem to think, like, I remember one girl at the bus stop, I was sitting in the bus and she turned and she was staring at me. He was like, that, that I know his face, he's famous, he is. Like, even things like that, I'm like, that's weird. Like, yeah. I'm not. It's We're living in Ireland. It's, it's a perception, isn't when it? When you like, go on TV, you're already making a name for yourself, yeah, regardless. Yeah. Like, look at California, God bless them, they got a bad name. Yeah. And then till this day, yeah. they still get Kelly it. Kelly was actually only on a podcast recently, uh, the It Girls, I think, and she was saying that California still hunts her. Like. And a lovely girl. Mm. You know, she started following me recently and I started following her back and I like her way of life. I like the way her positivity is drawn in her and I like smelling the yoga and all and she yeah like and yeah. I think it's great like you know and I think she wants to go back onto TV though I think that's her I, I was reading her post she's I think she'd like to do reality TV again or presenting I don't know what she was saying yeah. but second chance and I think it's fair because can't paint everybody with the same brush off of that show because it was who produced that show was a TV tree was it yeah yeah, like like they knew what they were doing big show back know? then it, it was I don't a big think show anybody on it was from talent either there no. was one I think wasn't that what was it? Your well, man Phil was it? Was he? Phil, well, he got the fifty cent tattoo. Oh, well, he's a, but you know what? Even with him, he got an awful, an awful. He all did. See, he went. He, he targeted the Geordie Shore though. He tra- he targeted their audience. I remember they were doing like appearances in in Diva. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And like Phil Penny's going up like as if he's on the same wavelength as a, as Gaz, let's say. Yeah. And he wasn't, you know, because we don't or like in Ireland we don't have that reach that they do. You know, they're yeah. all over Europe. We're all over Ireland. Yeah. You know what I mean? He didn't have that reach and he got slaughtered for it. And I think Gaz even put out his phone number on Twitter. Uh-huh. You know, and he got bombarded from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did like so it is, but it wasn't entertaining T V, but it, it got I I fucking watched that. I, I thought I thought like it. don't get me I wrong. I, I, wa- I, no, I watched cr- it. it. But to me, I didn't enjoy it. I watched I feel, it. It was car crash for me. I feel they just put the wrong people on these shows. These people I think they know But that's see that's back then. Yeah. We didn't know. Do you think it's and different now? Now that you've got I'm going to include myself because you said to include myself in these yeah, kind of things. Yeah. The likes of me going on these kind of shows that are on every week and the likes of the Ava Van Roses. We're the ones that are going to give you TV. And yes. even your man Mark O'Neill. I know he's a bit cuckoo and big brother. I, love I fucking yeah. love him. He's you know brilliant. What I, mean? I love Mark. Oh, I love the him. likes of us. He's actually on, coming on. Is he? Yes. After these is he? kind of yes. sh- Never tell me that. Yeah. After these kind of like shows that we've done, now we've kind of, I think, and I'm, I'll be, I'll put my hands on and say this. I've actually opened the pathway for reality TV at the end of the day because I'm showing people from coming from Bally Frame or Cherry Orchard, you can do these kind of things. You mm. know what I mean? You can mm. get up and actually do these shows and actually make a name for yourself. So I think if reality TV was to come back like a former like California, that's something I think I'd love to be a part of. Like be a cast member of a show and that's I think where you'd be able to show your real self and that's where you'd be able to mm-hmm. gain the the experience that you want then and to lead yourself into the industry more. Can so I be out straight? I think you would be better as a like Caroline Flack for a California show. You know, like that Presenter. kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I kind of see I'll take your that. role. I'll take that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I think you've grown out of the other role. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I old. think like t- like California could have been quality if they put like normal people from Tale and fucking do you know, like I just think But they, they shot themselves in the foot by naming it that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because then, then like, like, like they were all the, every one of them. Like were Nikita posh. Murray's from our area. Yeah, but every one of them, were, like Nikita Murray, would be a little bit posh. 
compared to what's out there. Like. She actually is, and I, God bless that girl. She had a she very, had an awful time as well. I used to hang out with her, and we used to walk in the streets, people throw bottles at her. Yeah, and I used to. But this one saying TV Three knew what they were doing, and that's yeah. like TV Three ruined a lot of fucking. Like they did impact a lot of people's life in a wrong way as well, and mm. I think they kind of seen it going that route as yeah. well because did it, did like posting that dense that what did it affect any of the men though? Really, the men in California yeah, compared I, I say, to. People wouldn't be open about it, but I'd say some of them are a little bit like you know, still haunted by 100% that. 100% yeah. I would as well, yeah. I'd say, I'd say like Phil that, probably was. Phil was actually on uh, four states as well, wasn't he? Yeah, blindy. Br- no, <laughs> four states. Yeah, you're right. And do you know what it was? He was at my audition for blindy. Oh, was he? But he didn't get in. Yeah. He's still the uh-huh. same. He's still the same. He went actually, on. I know him. He's actually very nice. Yeah, no, he he's seems just, all yeah. right, but he's still big headed and cocky and everything else. But you that's Paris persona. And then yeah. he, like, you know, he could do well. Like, people could turn and go, get him on because he doesn't give a fuck what he's going to say. And yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. it makes the like, gamma Mark O'Neill, like, he yeah. doesn't care what he says either. Yeah, no. Now, I couldn't live in a house with him. Uh, in fairness <laughs> I'd love either. to live in a house with him Now in, in fairness He, he would fucking Like I'm gonna tell him he this as well He would me. wreck my head But I love I yeah. love that I love people That are just little Wind up mates and no, Well I don't Because I'd I would <laughs> For Run him up though, at him For big brother though He was excellent he I'd, was very I'd end up shaving my head off Doing a whole bloody fucking I don't know I, I wouldn't be able for him He'd done me head in that shot Now I like him yeah, but yeah. Mark, you don't be heading that show. Sorry. Right, last two questions. What's your biggest failure, and what did you learn from it? Biggest failure. Mm. I suppose my biggest failure is that when I left school, I didn't go and pursue TV earlier. Earlier. Okay. Yeah, I went on. I think it's because I was knocked down for many years, being told I'm not going to be who I want to be. I'm not going to get into TV. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do. That. And I went and done traveling tourism, and that was the worst thing I ever done in life. I wanted to ask you this earlier, but kind of it's. A bit on that subject there, but did you ever like kind of hide who you were? Hundred percent. You know, I, could, I I hung around with people that didn't like what I done, mm. put me down, ugly. You'll never get there. You think you're this. You think you're that. I got away from that click as soon as possible when I turned for twenty four actually, and everything happened for me. And that mm. would have been hard as well. Yeah, hearing those things. No, but even getting away from that click, that's your comfort zone. Yeah, but well, I mean? I'm happy that's, away from it as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. Th- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was brave to do, yeah. and obviously you benefited. And don't get me wrong, if I, if I walk past them now, I say hello to them. But that's mm-hmm. just because I'm that kind of person. I don't hold grudges. I yeah. just know that I would never reverse back to that life again because they weren't good or sound to me back then. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. said, I'm getting away from this. And I um, made great connections, and I got a great life out of it. Happy days, man. What that's advice good. would you give to someone wanting to pursue the same career as yours? Just make sure you're ready for it. Mm. You know, it's tough going. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's it can be daunting sometimes. You know what I mean? It really can be. Like, it's very like you're putting yourself out there, and just remember that you have to take what comes with it. And yeah. I'd be very mindful if someone is not strong enough for it, because there's times where I'm not mentally strong for it, and a lot of my friends be like, you know, it's oh, it's part, it's name of the game, you know, and it's. It's, it comes with the job if you're going to put yourself out there and let everyone know about your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, people are seeing the finishing product yeah. all the time. They they're don't, not seeing, yeah, they don't, they don't they're not seeing the three-hour shots fucking walking into no. a restaurant or fucking whatever, you know? You know, so, yeah. and it's unfair when people jump on the bandwagon and judge you on your on your appearance. Now, thank God, I, 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 I'm not even talking negative about me because I've been very blessed being mm. on TV because people have always said I came across great, funny, yeah. nice and that's always how I want to come across. Yeah. So I've always been lucky but just just remember if you're going to go into this industry just remember if it's, if it's for you or not. It's not about 
you don't go on and just be famous. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And, yeah. and you don't go and get earn lots of money. I still live in Cherry Orchard in, in the Dublin City Council house with mum and dad. So yeah. life doesn't change for you. You know, yeah. it's just mm. you get a bit of a platform and you know, you get local famous in your mm. area. That's all. There's a question that I, I wanted to ask, and I, I wanted to ask it earlier, but um, and this might be taken out of context, but it's from an article or an interview that you done with the Sun newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a two part in it where, and again, tell me if this is out of context, but where you won't be in someone's company if they dress casual. But also at the very end, it's like, I don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Explain that then. So when I went on to eat with the enemy, I said that at yeah. the start because yeah. I said it like I wouldn't. And then at the end of the show, they asked me, what did you learn from the show? And it was that I didn't, I shouldn't judge a book by its cover. That was and just because I mean. someone like is wearing a hoodie or a sweater or a shirt or baggy jeans at the start of dinner day, I judged her straight away. Like I looked mm. at her and I said, she's airy fairy that one. She's for the boards. She's, <laughs> she's hippie. She's the home smoking marijuana every day of the week. She doesn't know what's going on around her. And I judged her <laughs> and I shouldn't have done that. So when I wrote yeah. that, when I gave my interview in the art, and don't forget, journalists do twist things as well. But this is why I said, they said that I was a, I'm holy, but they said I was a practicing Catholic man, which I never said, you know, when, you know, they just add things in. So what I meant by that was, is that when I went in, I did say like, oh no, I wouldn't hang around. And again, it's reality TV. They didn't show the question. The question actually was, would you go out and eat with somebody in a restaurant casual? That's what, it, that's where it was going. Okay. And I was trying to explain that. No, I wouldn't. Mm. If I went out with somebody in, and they came out with jeans and as a pair of trainers for dinner, oh no, I wouldn't be having that. No, 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 and mm. I still probably mark me words for that now. But it came. <laughs> he ag- keeps on looking at me when he's talking about I'm this not. as well. I'm wearing trainers <laughs> today, and that's where I was going with the conversation. It was yeah. about more going out for dinner. Mm-hmm. But obviously, with that, they cut it as in they were saying that I was saying, "Oh no, he can't be casual around me." But it was more so about going out together. Yeah, which yeah. is fair enough. Yeah, which is no, fair absolutely. enough. Yeah. I couldn't care what anyone wears, really, to be honest with you. And that's the thing. And I felt bad then because I was like. I can't wear a tracksuit now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting paranoid walking around going, they're all saying, this thing's a fucking liar. But then I was like, no, I just have to tell the truth. Yeah. It was edited to make it sound like yeah. I was being like, you have, look, you have to make and content. That, and that's why I wanted to ask because yeah. obviously, Dan, it's the sun especially as that, well. That they're, day they're, was hard for me. The sun, the mirror, the Irish star ringing me. Independent and all. Oh, the same interview. Yeah. And I'm sitting at home and then my dad's not saying, it's a too hard work for you now, is it? I'm like, it's not that it's too hard work. It's just, I'm repeating myself Full now. Circle. Yeah, it's one I'm of those like, like ah, fuck off. Yeah, part of me is like, <laughs> turn the phone off. Last question, Alan. Who are the three people who've been the most influential, the most influential in your life? Three people? Three. God, I don't know why this person asked for three, but... Three? Three. Influential. Oh, God, that's tough. That's really, really tough. Because I honestly don't know. Mm. I'm not very easily influenced by anybody. I well, kind of go on my flow. Would one help if we could one. name one? One person who has been an... Interv- Jesus Christ. This might Influential. Sound- okay, well, this might sound very stupid. God... That's and I tell you sure. why, I feel as if, and I always I always meant this on the show, and I know people thinking like, oh, he just said that for the crack. I do believe in God. Like, I genuinely do believe in God. And I feel as if, if I have something to talk about or pray to, or, you know, I'm worried about anything, I would never go to mum and dad about it. I would always talk to God. It's like a counsellor session for me. Would you go to Mass? No, I wouldn't normally So you just to talk mass. to God in your bedroom? Like- yeah, lights off, just chill now. Would and you it, would you do the whole no, kneeling down just no, just, just converse just talking and like 
I have my little rose, my little cross, my bag that a woman gave me yesterday on, on Camden Street Church. She just walked by. Oh, yeah. Mm. And she just, out of nowhere, there was nobody standing outside the church. Nobody. And this little small woman, she goes, hello, God's child. How are you? That's some grand chicken. How are you? <laughs> you look great, by the way, I says to her. And we're just talking. And she says, look, this is a gift from you from God. We're going through a really hard time of coronavirus and hold it close to you. And I was literally having a full on conversation with her. And I was like, yeah, I'll take one. And it, Having that conversation with her made me feel so much better. I felt like she's on the same wavelength as me. Mm-hmm. And to give me that little cross and a little chain and keep it with me now and my little bag, I was like, that's so nice. Well, she wasn't there. She just came out of nowhere. Yeah. And then next of all, she just vanished again. It was like, it was meant for me. Mm. But influential, I say, I don't know. I'd probably say God. He influences me, I suppose. That's, that's fair enough. I know that sounds very airy-fairy, but that's no. just... Why do you think, uh, like... People don't kind of like. The, there's no real. I think the reason the perception don't, of that it's not strong anymore. You know, I think it's not strong anymore. It is with certain people, though. Certain people, yeah. But for, I think the majority, it's not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, I'll tell you now. Like, there's times where I've like, do you know, I'd love to just go to mass and actually see what the cracks about because mm. I don't. I know nothing. I can't. I can't sit through a mass session. I really. Yeah, can't. and I don't want to go there when it comes to funerals or anything like that. That's just not but what I, I ever I, want to imagine. I want to believe in that. Mm. And I don't know if I 100% do yet. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, well, that's... And, and, and I just always did believe in God. And I will... Oh, I think I'll always will. But, like, I can't sit here and lie and say, like, my mum and dad are very influential to me because they're two totally different people. Mm. And they see things very different to me. So they're good supporters, but I can't sit here and lie and be like, oh, my ma is, yeah. my dad yeah. is. Someone like, who maybe got you in the door, a big job or, like... But see, everything I've done now, I got myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's got, why you're pointing upstairs. Yeah. So I got myself, and just there two weeks ago, I won't mention this agency, but they reached, I joined this agency years ago, and they reached Ireland's out finest, to, was it? No, that fucking wasn't them anyway, <laughs> because um, some other thing just totally ruined it, but we'll leave it at that for another day. That'd be yeah. an exclusive. We won't, that, that can be I, our next episode. Yeah, I won't even name and shame, because she'd love a bit of that publicity. We'd just yeah. stop. She'd drive on that. She'd be... The drama. Yeah, don't it. worry. The wig be flown no, off in stop. a second. But anyway... um, 2.0, Alan 2.0. Yeah, I'd be well able for her. She, she never came from me. That's the thing. Never came from me because I have a lot of things up on her. Um, <laughs> and I don't get involved Can't in wait that. for this episode already. Um, where was I going with this? Yeah, an agency got in touch with me and they were like, um, oh, we're looking for, you know, somebody for a Dublin accent, for a TV advert and blah, blah, blah. And we have sent you off already. We, and I'm like, have you? You're not going to fucking ask me for it, so you're not going to tell me how much the fee is. So I was like, grand, yeah. Send us over an audition tape of you just talking your name, your age, and make sure you mention you were just on Eat With The Enemy. And I was like, grand. And then at the end of it, she wrote, and by the way, I loved you on Eat With The Enemy. The only reason why she emailed me was because I was on that show mm-hmm. and she wanted to say I was one of her clients. That right. I The hype. Yeah. The hype is there. She's trying to use Yeah, it. and I hate that. Mm-hmm. And then make sure you say that you are with us. So I had to go, hi, I'm Alan McGarry. I'm 31 years of age and I'm with such blah, such. blah, blah. Because they want to say that, well, he's one of our clients. If you get him, we're getting half of that fee. Because yeah. I was hot in the moment then. Mm-hmm. Right, and I hate that, but then again, you know what? Use them as much as they use you, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's giving you a door, and that happens. But I've been with two agencies, and not one of them has ever gave me work. Mm. I've got four reality TV shows under my belt, I've hosted shows we in spoke Brazil. about this previously. Yeah. yeah, I, you know, I hosted shows in the ILAC Shopping Center. Like, who goes to the ILAC Shopping Center and hosts a fashion show with mm. Assets Model Agency, who's very well known here in Ireland? Like, come on, yeah, like, 
and then go to Brazil and judge a beauty fashion show and work on red carpets and do podcasts and nobody got me anything but myself. Mm. And yeah. I have to give me credit for that self because I 100%. put myself out there and no one, no one has ever got me a gig. I've always got me, like people have referred me and recommended me, mm-hmm. but I've done all the hard work. Mm. Yeah. Well, Alan, on that note, I think we'll leave it there. I just want to say a few things. First of all, I want to say, stop putting yourself down the little bit that you do. Mm-hmm. I think you're doing an amazing job. Like I said, I've been in your corner from day one. Thanks Big fan of what you do. Um, and I wish you all the best. Um, I really enjoyed this interview, I have to say. Yeah, I, I really did. And it was good to get to meet you. And, you know, your story, it's, it's very... It's very good. Your uh, your outlook is is spot on. You know, there's a lot of things in your life that can kind of pull you back, and you just don't let it. Yeah, and you keep going. So fair play, man, and Cheers. wish you all the best. Thanks very much. Well, we will definitely get you on when the cameras are here. I think you deserve the cameras. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you when the studio is fully renovated. The cameras are here. We'll get you to talk about all things Ireland's finest. We'll get you to talk <laughs> about uh, don't mention Brazil- four states. <laughs> all the things we missed out on like Brazil Italy yeah. all these other bits all and bobs that, yeah, yeah, and all the new yeah, things yeah I know we missed a good bit yeah. all the things that you will have done up until then as well of course thanks all very right. much for having me guys and I'll see you all soon where can they find you on social media you Alan before you go you can get me on Instagram it's Alan underscore loves underscore world you can get me on Twitter which I don't really use but you can follow me if you want it's Alan Love and then Facebook Alan McGarry Love cheers Alan pleasure thank you all the best